Hey, beer mug. So when you said today was good, Omar, it uh-huh. was good until my bad karma with cars continued. Yeah, it's insane the luck you have with cars mugs. So on Friday, I'm leaving here. I have to go pick up my kid and take her. I have to pick her up from one preschool and take her to this new school she's going to. So everything's good. Everything's rolling. I get in my car, press the push to start, and it just goes, what the hell? So I press it again, and it goes, man, it's a pretty new car. It's a 2017, right? It's a 2017 Dodge Challenger, man. Yeah. Base model, because I can't afford anything else. But but you bought it new? Yeah. So it's still under warranty. I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really hope so. So it's still a pain in the ass, though. So it's still a pain in the ass. So the yeah. third time, dig, 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 dig. so I said, F this. So I took an Uber to my kid's preschool, to which then I had to call Mama Mugs because obviously Uber doesn't have a car seat. The only other person that has a car seat is Mama Mugs. Yeah. So she has to drive to where I'm at, then hop in the car and take her to her new school, which we didn't even make because it was just too late at the time. So we just took her home. Right. So my car has been sitting in our company parking structure for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, five days now. So don't tell them because you're not allowed to do that. And I and I right. And, and the reason because you had to go to Vegas this weekend. Well, <laughs> a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, you that, know, that was priority, that, sir. That was later on in the day. You know, you got to take care of your priorities first. I didn't leave to Vegas until like nine at night. <laughs> But anyway, so that's uh, what happened in Vegas, mugs. I can't. Did you, you win some money? No money. No spent, money. Spent a bunch of it though. Yeah. Spent it like a champ. Really? On on <laughs> strippers. <laughs> really? No. Uh, gambling mostly. Oh, well, what's your uh, game of choice? Blackjacks. Blackjack. Crap. Blackjacks. I like blackjacks. Blackjack. I just play jacks. I throw the ball <laughs> and then I, I get two. Yeah, like that's my game. Video poker. Uh, I do. The only slot machine I do is the Wheel of Fortune quarter machine. I, dude, you might look down on me as a man, but I enjoy uh, slot machines. I really do have fun, and uh, yeah, because I, I can't, the, 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 the tables are very intimidating uh, to a dude like me. And, and by the way, I don't like losing money. I work hard for my money, so if I could spend about 50 bucks just on slots and I'm drinking all night... I'm good with that, you know? So, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a fan of the slots. And my th- my, uh, my and I'm, I don't go to Vegas to win money. I don't uh-huh. I don't go to Vegas with that mindset. I go to Vegas to have fun. If you go to Vegas with the mindset, I'm going to win money, you're a dumb f- There's a lot of people that do, though. Yeah. It's crazy. They're all like, oh, this time I'm going to win big, or, you know, they, they... And then I think that leads you... That's a very slippery slope, because once you don't win big, you know, you get desperate. My problem is... Is I never learn the golden rule of, uh, to quit while you're ahead, right? Mm. So every time I'm ahead, which is you know a couple couple hundred dollars here, three hundred, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I could get more. Yeah. Ooh, I could build on this. Wasn't there a time when you went over there for a Kevin and Bean singles party? You went ahead on a Friday on a bus. Weren't you up like seven hundo? I don't, and then you ended up losing it all. I, I remember there was some sort of weird story like that. I've been to Vegas so many times, Omar. Man, you're the opposite of me. <laughs> I've been to Vegas like a handful of times. Jeez, I mean, they're all all the stories have blend blended together. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I gotta go give Mama Mugs her car back right now because right. she let me borrow it. So. so this beer mug, this beer mug, this B team <laughs> episode will be uh, Sans beer mug. What are you guys doing today? Uh, oh. What do we got here? <laughs> oh, we're going to go through some Afro calls. Yeah. And uh, what else? Oh, we're going to do um, 
Uh, oh, somebody requested uh, a Ralph bit, Laquisha. They're like, oh, we want to hear some uh, some sassy black women audio. <laughs> so we're going to do that, and then we're going to have an instant request from uh, this Afro-caller who wanted to hear uh, Gene Simmons and Sean Connery together. That's the great Ralph Garman and Mike Catherwood oh. doing the voices there. And then uh, for the best of Bean, I'm going to play him, uh, actually the start of him... Uh, Telling us that he was going to give his kidney to Scott Mason. Oh. R.I.P. Well, you don't need me for any of that, then. Uh, we don't need you just in general. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, Mugs. I love you too, Omar. All right, brother, dude. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. What happened? Get that situation uh, taken care of. Oh. I have to go give Mama Mugs her car back because my car's been here for the last five days. Oh, no wonder why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have fun today. I'm sorry I can't stay. No worries. You All will right. not be missed. All right, should I tell the story again? <laughs> no. Your mic's off. I Thanks, Muggs. Bye, guys. Say uh, hi to Evie for us. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Hi, Omar. How are you? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, tell me about... Uh, Good, man. What's up? Tell me, because I was on vacation last week. Tell me... I didn't know... It's funny you're eating a Spider-Man cookie. Tell me the uh, gravity of the situation with Kevin. Because I didn't know it was that, like, I, you know, uh, uh, when I'm on vacation, I really try to stay away as much as I can. As you should. You know, uh, you social should. media. Yeah. But I did, was able to catch little things here and there, and then I saw the picture with the big bandage around his head, and yeah. I was like, oh, how serious is this? Okay, so, about a couple of months ago, yes, a couple of months ago, Kevin comes in and goes, ow, I got a you know, bit in the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. And no biggie. A little bit of pain, a little bit of pain. Yeah. And then finally he's like, dude, I'm going to the doctor. It's bugging me. And it turns out that he was bitten, at least according to the doctor, so get off me, people, that uh, he was bitten by a brown recluse spider. He and was you hear bit it? by a spider. Yeah. A brown recluse, yeah. which is really poisonous, Yes. Right? The venom is really poisonous. Okay. Yeah. Is, I don't know anything about spiders, but is it like- I, I you always hear oh the black widow yeah black widow's bad so yeah. it's up there yeah, uh, yeah oh really yeah. wow and, and remember these are little spiders they're not like the big ones because yeah, the big yeah, ones yeah. are not the scary ones yeah, yeah yeah unless it's the Amazon bird eating bird or uh-huh. the spider one that's a bad one but uh, yeah so the doctor he goes to the doctor and the skin is just being like melted off like did you see any of that I did not he he did a good job of hiding it but he told us about it about how oh. how. Uh, he would take off the bandage and like it was just all pussy and bloody and that and dude has the worst luck. No, no, he has the best luck, but the worst, the worst stuff happens. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and then because dude, people when they get bit by these, they get their arms amputated and stuff like that, right? Is it so, that hardcore? It's, oh it's, my it's a hardcore God. thing. Then how so, come that didn't happen? Because he, they couldn't recognize it. So so they were giving him some sort of anti-venom or antibiotics that kept the wound from getting worse, I guess. Yes. Really? But it wasn't getting any better, so then right. they had to go different doctors, different everything, and then they finally said, all right, we're going to get a skin graft. So, you know. So tell me, so, so okay, so. When did they realize it was a spider bite? Do you know? Do you know any of the details? Like, um, let's see. We went before vacation was in like mid June. Okay, so, so then, that's when they started like treating it like a spider oh, bite. That's okay, when they started okay, going, "Oh, okay." Because okay. first they thought it was just a, a cut. Like, right. well, what did he do? And right. they didn't know what it was. It was just an infection. And that's then, crazy. And then dude. like, uh oh, this like, is a spider way, bite. We're yeah. gonna treat it for a spider bite. And then at that point, the skin was so far gone that no new skin would grow anymore. Exactly, so they had to yeah. do a, a skin graft. 
graft yeah, is what it's called. Skin graft. Yeah. And grass graft. I don't know. I thought. Well, I heard Kevin saying graft. I always thought it was a skin graft. I don't know. But if I we only know. had the internet. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's do a little bit of research because I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, is it a skin? But it's insane. Like, so they literally took a piece of skin from his head. Yeah, it's a skin graft. Oh, cool. Yeah, skin graft. All right, skin graft. Okay. So they took a chunk of, of skin from his side of his head and then put it on his neck. And now he's in recovery. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And uh, yeah, well- there, he's Spider Kevin now. He's Spider Kevin. He's Spider Kevin now. That's crazy. Handsome eating a Spider Man cookie that Eliza Schlesinger sent him. That's that's funny. <laughs> did, she, did she send it to you? Did she send him cookies? That's yeah, hilarious. Spider, she's like, sorry, I missed you. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> well, how was uh, how was uh, how was uh, your time off, Dave? Uh, the time off. I took the week of Fourth of July off, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have plans. Uh, my girlfriend was busy with work, releasing an album, mm-hmm. so. It involved me sitting doing nothing other than watching TV and going to the gym. Oh, you're going to the gym? Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time at the gym. Did you stay local or did you go somewhere? Uh, Stay local. Just lo- yeah, stay local? Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I went to go work. It was weird going to the gym because it's like a normal Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And where I go to the gym is in Westwood and it's right by UCLA. So it's a, it's a, it's a business. Like, it's, it's LA Fitness and... It was weird just seeing people like a normal day, but me working out. Like I don't know. It seemed, yeah, that's it, it, really it felt, weird. It felt weird. What the hell's wrong with you? No, it felt <laughs> weird to me about? because it was Why? it was eleven o'clock and I'm working out. You know, like eleven o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. And normally I work out at like two, three in the morning. No, in the afternoon. Oh, why? What's the difference between eleven a.m. and two, Dave? I don't see these what people. What is wrong with you? They're I don't just, see these people. Yeah, they're just different people. Of course, you're not going to see the same. <laughs> what's, what are you talking about? Like, what do you work out? You work oh out at home. My God. Yeah, I do work out at home. Yeah. Actually, I just uh, I just purchased I mean, a, a big purchase Ooh. because I told my wife that hey, uh, you know, I get my cardio in and then I have these dumbbells, but I don't really get a good you know uh, you know iron pumping workout. Yeah. So so I bought a heavy duty uh, Smith machine. What's that? It's uh, one of those uh, m- machines where you could you have this uh, like Olympic bar and it has like uh, little hooks on the end. Okay. So you can put heavy weight on it so I don't need a spotter. Oh, cool. So when I'm doing squats or bench press or military presses, if I go with weight that's too heavy, which is what you want to do to achieve any kind of gains, right? Yeah. You want to lift heavy. Uh, I could just kind of back away from it and put the hooks in and it'll catch itself. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, that, that was my number one go-to when I would go to... Bally's. Bally's isn't even around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, it, it, dude, yeah. Oh, my God. It's been about eight years since I've ever, uh, since I owned a gym membership. But, uh, yeah. So, so I picked it up yesterday and it came in three boxes. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Dave. Like, I read reviews about this. I do, you know how I am. I do a lot of research yeah. on anything I buy that's going to be, you know, a, a sizable investment for me. So, I did all the research and, uh, a lot of the reviews were saying, yeah, this is a great machine. However, uh, the instructions are a little complicated and, um, I would say 75% of the people that were saying, yeah, the, the instructions are a little complicated, but hey, I got it, got through it. I got it built in about five, six hours. So I'm thinking, oh, that's not bad, you know, and I'm a pretty handy guy. So yesterday I spent seven hours and I'm still not even halfway done. I was like, oh my God, man. It's just, it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy, dude. What kind of hooks are they? 
Uh, no, they're just like little hooks that hooks on the, that, that hook on the bars, little metal hooks. Oh, okay, uh, little metal hooks. So yeah. we're not gonna like we're not gonna hear about Cassie walking in and you're hooking your back. No, like no, you're no, just no, hanging no. there, like no, oh, no. flesh hooks. No, but this thing has it all. It has um um it has a little uh, uh chest fly thing, and it has like all these attachments. It, it's pretty rad. I'll, I'll send you a picture when when I get done building it. The hardest thing for right now is like I got everything the main cage built, but now I'm like installing the pulley system. Yeah. For that's that's kind of that sounds like a lot work. of work. It's, it's a lot of work, dude. I enjoy but, that stuff though. But uh, remember, I told you about that men's workout uh, barbell. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sending me that. Well, no, I, well, I didn't <laughs> want to send it to you in your in your vacation, but I tried it and it is freaking hard. So I'm gonna send it to you, oh, yeah, and I want you to try it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah, um, yeah. We're getting and, uh, fit, yo. <laughs> yeah, we're getting fit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, so I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully this will you know kind of raise my metabolism, get 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 me to where I want to be. Yeah. Speaking of vacation, I did go to Texas for a vacation. Yeah. And uh, while I was in Texas, my brother brought a hooker over to my house, which <laughs> I'm still not pleased about that. <laughs> what a dickhead, right? Has he admitted it was a hooker? Uh, no, no, no. So he, you see, you see, I've met this friend that he has once. He told my wife that it was her. Oh. So, could it be? Yeah, as far as I know, they're just friends. And, and this girl it was uh, a buddy's, his buddy's ex-girlfriend. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and they, no. they kind of like hang out. Um, they have a weird relationship. They hung out in Ireland together, just them two, for a couple of days. So I don't know if there's anything there or they're yeah, just friends. I don't, know. You know, I don't know. I mean, How- you don't go to a different country with just a friend, right? You, I don't, just I, you two? Like, if it was a group, maybe? Listen, I would think no, but, I mean, it could happen, right? I, I guess. It could happen. Anything is possible right. with God. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that once. But, you know, dude, at the end of the day, even if it is his girlfriend... With him bringing some strange ass person into my house, no, for sure. rubs me way wrong, man. Like, like, like so much so that uh, oh, oh, so a little behind the scenes. So we did this bit on Kevin and Bean on uh, what day is it today? Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. the sixteenth. If you want to listen to the Kevin and Bean podcast on the bit that we did about my brother bringing a hoe over <laughs> to uh, uh, my house, don't shame her, man. Hey. <laughs> uh, we don't know if it's a hoe or not. Hey, a hoe's a hoe. Okay, let the, we're not going. We're not going to. We're not going to say, oh, she's a lady of the night or she's an escort. A hoe's a hoe. Okay, we're, I'm, I'm going to call it like I see it. Okay, <laughs> she gets paid for sex. Okay, that's a prostitute. Okay, she's a hooker. Um, but uh, it, it's 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 uh like don't don't lie about it. You yeah. know, uh, don't don't be like uh, oh. it's a friend and she left like like I don't know this person that's the end that's the bottom line by the way shouldn't have anyone over if he didn't ask you if if you would have said like hey is it cool if I bring a friend over then you would have been like yeah sure sure, and at least you're aware of it and you put stuff away or whatever that you need to absolutely and and for the most part you know I would have set ground rules yeah you know because that's how I am stay in the the living room please don't go yeah absolutely just stay downstairs use the backyard as much as you want and my peace of mind yeah if you're gonna bone bone on the bench outside you know and and yeah this (laughs) This way, you know, now I'm like, you know, my, my, my imagination's running wild. You know, I'm like, I don't know what is happening. So my brother's a dick. So what happened was that we talked about it on the air on Kevin and Bean and then uh, uh, originally we did the break at 6.35 and we ended that break with uh, the possibility of my brother coming on the air later in the show at 8.35. 
And uh, so I rush into my studio and I grab my cell phone. I call my brother. I wake my brother up. And my brother's all defensive. He's all, I, I just say, hey, you want to come on Kevin Bean? Kevin Bean wanted to talk to you later this morning. And my brother's like, no. Nah. I'm like, 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 what <laughs> talk, talk about what? He's half asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, they just want to talk to you. And he's all, well, I'm not going to come on the show and just talk to you without knowing what is. So I'm thinking he already knows what they're going to talk to him about it because he wouldn't be so defensive, right? Yeah. He just wouldn't. I think if, if, if he didn't have anything to hide, he would have been like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to Kevin Bean. No, no worries. I think, right? I, I would assume so. I mean, yeah. he would at least ask, like, about what? He goes, seriously, no. Like, I, I yeah. mean, maybe he really wanted to know, but, but you, I mean, this is your brother's job. Yeah. Like, you only think if your brother's calling you to go yeah, on the air? You, like, yeah, go on the air. Yeah. And your then, brother. So, so then he's like, no, I need to know what we're going to, you know, in, in his he knew. dumb voice. Yeah. He knew. So then, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, so then uh, I was like, yeah, you know, it's about, you know, the, the girl you brought over to my house. And he's like, no, I'm not talking about that. And then uh, I was like, and then all my anger came out and I was just like, all right, f- you. And I, I hung up on his ass. What a dick. Because he, uh, I don't know. Uh, you're no, dick, no, no common sense. I'm a dick? No, no, oh, your brother. Yeah. I'm just I don't like, know if we gave his name, so I don't know. No, wanna, no. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, yeah. This is your brother's job. He's asking you, he just let you use your pool. Yeah. yeah. I guess your pool. I guess. I'm trying to be chill, man. But um, yeah, now that we kind of like, because we re- didn't do like, you know, uh, our due diligence and do the proper uh, investigative work with the ring. We just kind of saw a couple of videos. But yeah. then when I, w- when I went back and wrote down the times and stuff, like he told my wife that the girl left and didn't spend the night. Yeah. So that's what pisses me off the most. Be straight up with me. Don't say that, oh, no, she left. Uh, he said, no, she left to go feed her dogs and then came back. Now you're just making no. a story. Yeah. So what are you hiding? Yeah. You know, so 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 bad on him. So beside the point, bad brother, bad brother, yeah, bad brother, <laughs> bad brother. But, but beside that, I, I did go to Texas um, and I and heard you loved it. It was OK. You know what? I think I think um, you see, Austin was OK. I think I'm spoiled because L.A. is such a great town, I think, that. I compare everything to it, and there's only been a couple of cities that you know have really knocked my socks off. Like London is one. Yeah. We're like, oh my I god, you know yeah. this this is this is amazing. Um, uh, I, so I, w- I went to Austin. Uh, my family lives about 45 minutes out of Austin in a city called Harker Heights. And uh, one thing that I will tell you, Dave, is that when you're in Texas and you're driving, you're driving and you're seeing a lot of cows, a lot of farms, <laughs> and a lot of ranches, and a lot more cows. How does it smell? Uh, no, not bad. It doesn't not bad. smell like cows. It's yeah, not like it Corona? Like no, it's not like Corona. Like, no. Oof. <laughs> no, it's, it, you know, it, and, and it's fine. And then I think... The summer is probably not the best time to go because you got hum- humidity there, and I'm not a big fan or whatever. <laughs> but I did try. Remember that we had that uh, B team or that B hole call and said that we have to try Whataburger. Yeah. So I tried Whataburger, and my kids loved Whataburger. <laughs> I ate Whataburger, and it was fine. It was fine. It, it was. It's. It's definitely uh, a McDonald's, a, a step above McDonald's level place. Is it fast food or is yes. it is it dine in? It's 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 fast food or dine in, and it's open twenty four hours. Okay, it, so, it just, it's so open it, all the time. It is fast food. It just has a lobby. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like a habit or an umami. Or, no, 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 uh, no, no, okay. no, no. You could eat there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We could actually. Uh, the first time we had it, we took it home, and then the second day we just ate there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but it was, it was it was it was it was okay. But yeah, it's definitely not up to In and Out or Baker standards for sure. 
is it better than like Wendy's or or Carl's oh, yeah. Jr.? Yeah, better than Wendy's. Chick Fil A. It's different. It's different than Carl's Jr. I don't yeah. think they're in the same category because Carl's Jr. now have has moved on to more of like a bigger burger. Bigger burger you know what yeah. I mean? So it's not kind of the same thing. Um, better yeah. than White Castle though, right? I've never had White Castle. Oh, it's the worst. Really? White yeah. Castle's the worst burgers. Yeah, it's, it's it's slimy if that's anything. Oh man, that's gross. Yeah, have you ever had a wet burger? That's a that's White Castle for oh, you. Oh man, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nasty. And then uh, I went to Houston for a couple of days, and uh, Houston was just an asshole. You know what I mean? It was just it was whatever. You know, just it was, it was like. I went to a cool bar. They had a lot of beer, but I was like, oh, okay. It's just like, I don't, it didn't impress me, Dave, you know? Nothing, huh? Nothing, nothing. Then I went to Galveston, which is a beach city over there in Texas, and that was pretty just not good. <laughs> what know? about South Padre Island? Isn't that in Texas? I don't know. I don't know where that yeah, is. So. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, That's yeah. where spring breaks You at. know, for the most part, you know, I didn't go... The the reason we went to Texas is because we have family out there, and my niece just had a baby in December. She moved out to Texas in January. We haven't seen the baby, so for the most part, um, we wanted our kids to play. You know what I mean? So yeah. there was a, there was a couple of days, like maybe three days, that where we just chilled at their house, you know, because we wanted the kids to play. You yeah. know, but then we did some exploring, and um, the Austin, you know, the the scene in Austin, it's. I mean, you know, I only, I only we only stay there, uh, stay there for like you know two days, and it was okay. Like, I, it was nothing special, but you know, the, yeah, they had like live music everywhere. Yeah, but it was live. Sh- music. <laughs> you know what I mean? You didn't go to like Stubbs Barbecue or any of that. In oh, Austin? the barbecue is awesome. Yeah, the barbecue hands down was the best barbecue I ever had. Uh, we went to Terry Black's Barbecue, and then we went to this place called The Pit. Ooh. And both of these places were, you know, you, you hop on Yelp, and they had, like, rave reviews, right? The Pit was just, the line was crazy. The line was crazy. And then did you wait in the pit? Um, the pit line? Yeah, I waited in the pit line, and the barbecue was 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 good, was good. And uh, the other one, Terry Black's, there was, like, we went on the Sunday, no line. There was people in there, no yeah. line. And, it, I mean, oh, my God, dude. It was, it was the best barbecue I've ever had. It was, Better it than was Chris awesome. and Pitt's? Way better than Chris and Pitts. Uh, yeah, so so, so so that was good. But uh, yeah, overall, uh, if I didn't have to go back to Texas, I don't think I would. It was it was just okay. I don't think I ever need to go to Texas. You know, so. Dave, what I think my problem is, is that I'm just like, I don't care. Like, you know what a downtown is going to look like, right? Yeah. And you know what a hipster, like, you know, music place is going to be? It's like going to be like the Sunset Strip or it's yeah. going to be like Hollywood Boulevard. So looking on vacation, what do you like? Do you like the beaches? Do you like a, I hate like, the beach. Do you like nature? Do you like cities, big cities? I want to like, stay home, Dave. Is what I want to do now. Like, like, like who I was, are you? Like, I was thinking about it. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I don't want to go. You know what I do enjoy? Like, yeah, maybe like the, the Yosemite. When we went to Yosemite, did the hiking and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, like, like nature. Because like. I'm in it for that week, and then I know then I'm going to go home. Yeah. yeah, you know, so I do yeah. enjoy that because I know this is not going to be my entire life. So, you like, know? And you that, been... that actually gets me outside my comfort zone, yeah. too. So you know? have you been to, like, Big Sur or Carmel and mm-hmm. all that? I don't okay. even know what that is. Yeah, those it's just coastal cities that are okay. vacation spots, like up in Monterey. I haven't been there either, but I hear it's gorgeous. Oh, okay. And that's stuff that you may like. Yeah, maybe and that, it's close, that sort of you know, and it's like an eight-hour drive, I think. Or maybe even less than that. Yeah. Um, I want to go to a nice city where it's not super packed where it's just like chill like i think i would like like uh maine like a city in maine somewhere over there you know what i mean like this just quaint <laughs> like i don't <laughs> want to go i don't want my my days of i want to go in rage are done oh they're I know, behind yeah. me you know what i mean those i don't i don't want to do yeah, that that's anymore. why we're not friends anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? but you're getting there bro 
You're getting. Oh, you're I getting, realize. You're yeah, there. yeah. You're getting there. Yeah, maybe like Montana or something. That's that's for you, I've Billingsley. Been, been to Montana. Montana's full of nothing, but it's a, it's like a very <laughs> chill nothing. You know, it's it, but but you have beautiful greenery and yeah. beautiful nature around you. So yeah. so that's pretty cool. I'm so. down with that. All right, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Come along now, take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about. Talking about Kevin and Bean, come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B Team. Yeah! The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby! That's right, this is the B Team. My name is DJ Omar Khan, Imaging Director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me today, we have Dave, the King of Mexico, the producer of the morning show. Hey! And we are sans beer mug for episode 75 because uh, he has to go take his car or his mama mugs his car back to her. But we'll, <laughs> we'll start with some afros. You can call it 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. And uh, man, we, we, that may, may, maybe that, that crazy dude maybe could be for a B team. I don't think it's, it's, it's yeah. right for Kevin and Bean, but man. How many times does this guy call? 50 times at least a day, well, right? Well, you were out. Yeah. I checked the, the Afro line, and we save, we, we get about, a, our mailbox is about 87 voicemails, which is a weird number, mm. 87, and about 70 of them were him. Yeah, it's no insane. Lie. Yeah. No and, lie. And uh, there's not like, oh, he only calls between this time and this time. No. It's all day. <laughs> it was like it's 3 a.m. And for, for the most part, he leaves two-minute messages, but then sometimes he'll just call and just leave a quick 15-second yeah. message. Yeah, and then they all end with, call me back, <laughs> but no number. Hey, yeah. leave your number. Maybe I will call you back. Leave your number, please. Yes. <laughs> right, if that's yeah. you. Uh, okay, first Afro. Hi, this is a question for the B team. I was wondering, is Allie not allowed to do drops, or does she not want to do drops? Does she have any control over any drops? What's Allie's drop life like? Explain. Thanks. Squish. Uh, squish. Uh, Allie can do drops if she wanted to. Allie has a lot of things going on during the show, um, because... So here's the difference between, you know, when Ralph used to do the showbiz B and Allie doing the showbiz B is that Allie is involved in every break, even, yeah. you know, so so not only is she doing the showbiz B, but during other breaks, she's out at, in, in between breaks, she's prepping for, you know, a, a new showbiz, right? Yeah. So well, it's not even called showbiz anymore. No, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, so... The last thing she wants to do is worry about is a funny drop. Can she do it? Sure. And if she, you know, has a clip that she wants, she'll just, you know, tell Bean. Yep. That's how her drop life is. Um, I don't think she has a drop life. Yeah, she doesn't have. Yeah, a drop she life. doesn't have a drop. Yeah, there is no drop, drop life. life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, no drop life for Allie. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> what up, Behold? It's B Team Drew. Uh, so episode seventy one. Dave went ahead and said, you know, I mean, email says he listened to this stuff and uh, something like that, but never gave out his email. And uh, uh, there's no Dave Sanchez or DDoS Sanchez or, I mean, what's up? I don't know. That dude's drunk. Dave. Fire Dave. I don't, what's he talking about? He's talking about when uh, the, the email me and I'll send you something. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, plenty of people, 
Plenty of people found my email address. And this guy got his package, by the way. Oh, cool. This, this is the Drew who has the Drew line. This, oh. is, this, is, this, is, this is that guy. So yeah, he's calling very drunk. Uh, so he uh, sent me a voicemail. This is very Inception. So, so he sent me a voicemail from the Drew line, and we're going to play it on the B-team's <laughs> Afro line. So this is, this is very funny. Uh, Drew line, I can't believe this is real. I nearly drove my truck in the ditch listening to the B-team podcast, <laughs> and when they actually hit your voicemail, I was shocked. Thanks, dude. Funniest thing ever. Doug from Minnesota. Isn't that funny that we Doug had... Doug from Minnesota we called had Drew? We had B-holes calling the Drew line. What dude. is the Drew line? Uh, What's the number? That'd be a helpful thing to have. Oh. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it was it was 904 something something Drew. Drew. Drew, hit me up again with your phone number. I, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that. Okay. Next one. Hi, B-team. I am Paul. I'm in Canada. I've listened to the show since 07, but I've never been able to hear the party machine. So I was wondering how it worked. Uh, I think you guys just play songs by request. If that's the case, I was wondering, uh, do certain people get the day off? Because I just, I don't know what everybody would be doing if you're just playing songs. So if you could tell me that, I'd appreciate it. Squish. Squish. Um, Do do we want to get into the behind the scenes of the party machine and how? Sure. Because that, you know, this is way pulling the curtain back. Yeah. So. The party machine, it, like that, like that guy just said, and our boss thought the same thing. Is like, oh, we just take the day off and we just play requests. Yes, that is true. We do play requests, but there's a lot of thinking and work that goes into the party machine. Uh, Kevin and Bean and Omar have to rearrange songs, find all these songs, start recording all your requests, so people are calling in nonstop during the party machine. And we have to schedule music based upon types of songs. And and Omar, now you do these like mixes. So we get these like when people request a certain song that happens to be in your mix, they put it over that. Like there's so much work that goes. So honestly, the Party Machine is one of the busiest shows we have all year. Yeah, it's nonstop. And uh, because, you know, Kevin and Bean take great pride into making yeah. it sound awesome, they could, if they wanted to, half ass it. You yes. know, no, no doubt about it. Just keep playing songs that just, yeah, ra- sure. just random rap songs or random funk yeah. songs. It doesn't matter. But they <laughs> put in a lot of work. And it has gotten easier over the years with the digital technology. But, oh, yeah. yeah. But it's such a busy show because, like, okay, you know, okay, yeah. Since we have all these, all these new, you know, tools to help us do it quickly, well, we were like, like oh you know we could do this we could do this yeah. you know what I mean like, we're, we're we're continually trying to innovate it like yeah. the, like the mixes you Evolve know what I mean it, so yeah. so it's like okay like uh, this the, this pastime you know instead of just doing one mix uh, we did two mixes now or I'm, I'm going through the Afro calls to put them in the mixes or whatever exactly. it is that's yeah. another yeah. element of it people are calling yeah. Afro the Afro line and leaving oh excuse me uh, leaving their messages of what songs they want to hear and there's so many great songs that people want to hear but there was also uh, one time where Omar was out. Yeah. And uh, so we're like, hey, Omar, here's a list of songs we oh, need. <laughs> I know what you're going to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> so Omar goes into, did you get it from Jack's? Uh, so, 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 so I searched Jack FM's um, Audio Vault, is what we called it at the yeah. time, their library of songs. And, uh, and Jungle Boogie, no, it wasn't no, Jungle it was Boogie. Jungle Love. Jungle so we Love. We were looking for Morris Day in the time. 
wasn't yeah. in there. And then, yeah. and then, so I was just like, you know what? I'll lay it down from Spotify. So I go and I hit record and I play uh, just the, whatever version I, I found on Spotify. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. Like, like, <laughs> in what world would you think that there would be a giant f bomb? You know what I mean? In the middle of Jungle Love, right? So I hit record and I probably you know went to go pee or something. Yeah. And I come back, I just clean up the 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 beginning and the end, and I throw it in the system for you guys. <laughs> so I leave on vacation. Yeah. And then I guess what happened was is that uh, Chip was you know hit play. And Kevin was just like, what kind of weird version is this of Jungle Love? I guess it was a live, a live version. version. yeah. And during uh, like the middle of it, and somebody says, all right, it's time to f*** this shit up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. This is Morris Day the time, yeah. the funky ones. So they had to get out of that. That was my yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> did a little drop. But uh, By the way, because when we play music, that's supposed to be already edited, so I'm really happy they caught that. Oh yeah, that could have gone. That could have gone over the air, and that would have been a big, that big, would have uh, been a bad, yeah. bad situation. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> and that would have been my fault. Totally my fault. Yep. All right. Next call. Hey, B Squad Squirt. Um, I may have missed it, but I'm just wondering if somebody could explain uh, why the John Cena music plays every time there's anything about wrestling. It's driving me nuts hearing them play it when Stone Cold comes up. Uh, just wanted to see if you give me that answer. Uh, because Jensen's a huge fan of wrestling. Yeah, and- see, he's a wrestling head too. That's got this caller because obviously he said it, it annoys him when Stone when we're talking about Stone Cold and yeah. and the John Cena music comes. I guess that's just our go to wrestling song. I it mean, might, it might be the for, biggest one. I don't know. What I, that's what. The, yeah, that, that, I, I don't know. That's what my th- yeah. when I hear that, I hear wrestling. Yeah, because, for me, because now because John we're getting, Cena. Yeah, because now we're getting trained for that. Is maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I know the Stone Cold song, but I don't. I yeah. I know if you smell what the Rock is cooking. Does he have a song? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're not wrestling heads. Yeah, we're not wrestling heads. I mean, I know Coco Beware's song. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, you know, it, it, that speaks wrestling. You know, yeah, that's say, that's yeah. just like a wrestling anthem. Yeah. So so sorry. Hey, this message is for the. Today's podcast of uh, Kevin and Bean, hmm. and you were talking about uh, walking in on your wife being with somebody, and Omar, you were saying it's just sex and everything, and I just wanted to see if you guys can do a topic like that on the B team, um, just your guys' take on that kind of stuff, because I kind of have that similar situation going on, and not really digging it too much, but kind of <laughs> feeling it out, just want to see what your guys' take is on it. And, uh, yeah, just to enlighten me a little bit on what your guys' input is on that. Thank you. Yeah, I forget what the original conversation was on Kevin and Bean, but I did say if I caught my wife with somebody at Oh, I know what it is. Bean had um, proposed the question that if you came home and you caught your wife in bed with somebody, do you have the right to To punch punch him him. in the face? Right. That was uh, and that you had was a, a crazy of, hot take, right? And I, I and I was like, uh, I don't think it was crazy. I mean, it, let's talk about it. Been happily married for man, how many? Ten years now. Been with my uh, been with my lady since I was seventeen, and uh, it's one of those things where you have to ask yourself if. And this is just you know my opinion. If your partner has one moment of weakness, right? And she were to have sexual relations with this other person or whatever, or even have some emotional, you know, connection there. Are you willing to throw all those years away and also throw away, you know, you know, uh, you guys raising up your kids, you guys being up like, like, is that really worth it? I mean, I don't know because it hasn't happened, but I think like I would think about it now. 
before I'd be like, F you, you cheated on me, you effing bitch, blah, 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 blah. I would like flip out and then, and not even think about it. But I think like now there is so much to lose that I wouldn't just flip out about it. And yeah, especially if it was just sex and I knew that there wasn't any kind of like, you know, cheating, like emotional cheating. Like to me, emotional cheating would be more harmful to me than just being physical with yeah. somebody. With physical, it's like, you know, I could probably get over that really quick. Um, but the emotional, like if you were like, you know, seeing a person behind my back for a long ass time, that I think would be really more harder to forgive than just one uh, physical, you know, uh, moment. To me, what's, how can you tell? Like they could, they, the person could always say, Oh, this is my first time. I, I, no, you know, no. but you let's know, take that out of the equation. Say then, you know you for sure. You don't. You know for sure. You that, know. So let's just take. Yeah, let, let's take any any kind of like. Oh, well, we we don't know. If if your lady, okay, let's do two scenarios. Okay, yeah, it's different for you and I because yeah. you have kids and right. I don't. Okay, I, I have a long term relationship. Right, but if, but still, you care for her. You build this, you know, beautiful relationship. I do. If it, she. Whatever, heaven forbid, had too much to drink one night or whatever. It was, it was that weakness. It was that stupidity. It was just one I, night. I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it, it's, it's always tough to say because right now you could be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm cutting it off. But you're right. Like, there's so much that has so gone much. into your relationship. Yeah. But at the same time, you're gonna be so hurt. And is this the type of person that, like, even if it is that one time, that moment of weakness. Yeah. Like that moment of weakness was a weakness and. They didn't care enough for you at that moment mm-hmm. that they would do that. Do you to think you? it would happen again? Yeah, without your yeah, because because then yeah. it's just like, well, it happened one time and he got over it, or she got over it. Like, like I would never want to do that to a person. Yeah, and I don't think you would either. No. So even I mean, we've been in mo- like wasted it out of our minds, and th- that would never come into consideration. Right. Right. You right. Know? So I don't know, man. Would I punch the guy? No, because the guy is not. Hopefully, if I all the, if we have all the information and he didn't know, yeah. the person was in a relationship. No, I would not punch him. If it was someone I knew, oh, oh, yeah, all hell, all, you're, yeah. you're like yeah. I'm breaking the bed over you. Know? Yeah, like, no, for sure. Like you know, if it was like one of your friends and you're just like, oh, dude, yeah, it's so weird now that you know at this stage of my life how much different my tra- train of thought is. Of course, it's so di- no, 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 but, <laughs> no, but I know, but. Uh, yeah, you've known me forever. Yes. So, yeah, you knew I was, I was a hothead. I was a head. I was a dumbass. And so weird to me. I mean, it really blows Kevin's uh, Kevin's head. He's like, yeah. well, are you even the same? No, I'm like, no, Kevin, I'm not the same guy. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, so. It's called growing up yeah, Omar, no, and but, learning. No, it's yeah, called learning, too. Yeah, you, you but, but, but also it's it, it's so weird because I, th- man, I don't know if it's the jobs we have or I don't know, but I still don't feel like a grown up. No, you know no. it's, it's yeah, exactly. so weird. Like, like, like I don't know, man. I have kids, mortgage, all that. Still don't feel like an F. I still feel, and by the way, I still feel like just an F up, like a screw up all the time. Here, here's how I know Jesus, I'm a grown Louises. up because I go when my when my girlfriend's out of town. Mm-hmm. I go to the market and buy ice cream, and that's my dinner. Ah, and there then you I go. go you know what? I could have this. You know what? This because you're I'm an you adult. Can. You're yeah. an adult. You're adult ass grown ass. That's man. how I know I'm an adult. I can eat it. ice cream for dinner. Love it. Next call. Hey guys, this is a message for the B team. Um, hey guys, my name is Javier, and I appreciate you guys so much. I listen to all your podcasts, and I am on seventy right now. And Ooh. thank you guys for the shout out. I didn't expect to be on B team, but damn, that tension feels good. 
And speaking of attention, I'm going to win up that one asshole who <laughs> paid $10 to you guys. And I'm going to give you guys 20 bucks. But yeah. Oh, yeah. This the is real reason I'm doing it is because you guys have been with me for so long at work. And I listen to you guys all the time. Um, and I'm getting a job promotion, so I won't be able to listen anymore. What? Because I'm going to be in a much more different area in my department. You bastard. So, unfortunately, I cannot listen at work anymore. But thank you guys for everything. You guys have kept me company for a while. Well, with that said, I want to know if you guys could fight a bit for me. Sounds like he's breaking up with us. I, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Why? Yeah, it does, but why is he not going to listen anymore? Because he got a promotion. Uh, I think maybe it's like somewhere where he has to pay attention and he can't just be uh, listening to something. Does he not drive? There's a maybe car? Maybe he got a promotion. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was in 2017. It was probably then. That's when I started Ubering. And I had... Hey, by the way, replace the uh, batteries in your fire alarm. <laughs> what the hell? Your smoke um, alarm. I don't know if it was in 2017. It was probably then. That's when I started Ubering. Uber. And I had remembered this one bit on the Kevin and Bean show. Um, it was a black lady. I don't know who was, but she was hilarious. She was talking about these people, how stupid they are, and... Just, I don't know, I don't remember what her name was. Um, I don't know if you guys could find it. Um, it must have been between January through June, because that's when I was working, doing Uber, and I quit after that, so I'm pretty sure it was between that time. It's very specific. 2017. Um, if you guys could find that for me, that'd be so freaking awesome. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much. Uh, I'll see you guys at Weenie Roast two days after my birthday. So, yeah, I'm expecting that shout-out. We appreciate you for being a b-hole. And, uh, yeah, you're talking about... The great LaQuisha, who was uh, a regular, <laughs> mm-hmm. re- regular character on the Kevin and Bean show. And uh, I found this bit from February of 2017. And this is LaQuisha covering uh, Mama June. Remember Mama June? Yes. Mama June had this uh, little fat kid. Uh, her Honey name, Boo-Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Honey yeah. Boo Boo. And Honey Boo Boo was a uh, beauty pageant. A pageant, yeah. Like a kid beauty pageant, yeah. like contestant or whatever. And then um, that's where she became um, famous. And then Honey Boo Boo had her own show. And then Mama June had her own spinoff of that show. Uh, hot or not? Like, hot not, or not, or... because I think she wanted to drop weight, right? Yeah. And then so LaQuisha found, uh, uh, and rightfully so, Mama June is very stupid. <laughs> and all those people are very dumb. And by the way, Mama June is just one of these awful people because one of her ex-boyfriends or husbands, I want to say, went to jail for being a pedophile and she would still let that a-hole around her kid. Yeah. Like, just horrible people. But, um, (laughs) nevertheless, LaQuisha found um, Mama Mama June not to hot? It says not to hot here. That can't be right. Yeah, because it's uh, hot to not. No. Not, Not too hot. hot. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, did, I was able to find this bit for you, and I hope you enjoy it. And we're just going to drop this in. He's not going to hear it, though. <laughs> that's so. right. I see who's on the phone, and I'm excited, but I'm nervous about going to her because I feel like she's going to yell at us like it's somehow our fault that she hasn't been on the radio in so long with us. Well, why don't we try a little more positive approach? Couldn't be more excited to welcome our old friend, LaQuisha, back to the Kevin Bean Show. She is on the line right now. Hey, how are you, sweetheart? <laughs> That's how we're gonna start. Come on! Why do you think I'll be mad at you? Just because you know we, you know how it is when you just like you fall out of touch with someone that you're friends with, and then it's a little bit awkward. You kind of the fall first out time. Of touch? 
I stopped calling you. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is I thought maybe there was something. I don't some... want to watch any more dumbass white people on reality television shows. Yeah. I was worried that you were mad that there was some bad blood and that, you know, I was just I was just afraid. That's all. Why you got to be like that? Why you got to make stuff up? Are we're... you okay? Is everything all right with you? Yeah, I'm fine. How are you feeling? We're happy to talk to you, LaQuisha. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> You're welcome. Something are you making up beats? Why are you, you want to have a beat? You want to have one? Come on, bring it on. I'll cut you. <laughs> well, listen, the reason we had Dave reach out to you is there was a show that came around that we thought might be perfect for you, and that is Mama June from Not to Hot. It just debuted this past Friday mm-hmm. night on WeTV. Mm-hmm. Dave called me up and said, would you watch this? And I said, first of all, I had never watched any of the Honey Boo Boo show before. Right. Because I have no interest in those people. Mm-hmm. And they said, but now they're going to make Mama June hot. And I said, I, did, had they found some sort of gene therapy can fix the chromosomes in her that are broken? So she's like a mongoloid or something. Well, she doesn't give you a lot to work with right at the outset. Not just fat. She looks like one of them people after a chimpanzee eating somebody's face off, and then they put a new face on, and it's, it's not, it's human-esque, but it's not quite realistic. It's human adjacent. It doesn't really work like a, like a human face would work. Okay, but all right. stuck on there good, and it stands, so that, she's got that going for her. Okay. But this so... reality show only in name only, because... There's large sections of this show where Mama June is in a fat suit and prosthetic makeup. What are you talking about? You heard me, Kevin. How is she in a fat suit? She's been fat her whole life. But I think the premise of this program is that she gets thin. Mm -hmm. And I think they had to sit down and do some interviews with her after the fact. Oh, Oh, no. So they had to fake it? That's the realest thing on this show is her fake ass. Wow. Wow. But the show, it all starts because, you know, she used to be married to some guy named Sugar Bear. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Should be called No Teeth Bear. Well. (laughs) Because he got no teeth. Right. And they have a problem. They're they're splitting up. Even though they have a child, this honey boo-boo is the product of their loins. And they're having a lot of issues. And they are not civil to each other. When Sugar Bear comes to pick up honey boo-boo for school, this is the exchange that happens at the door. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, how you been? Um, that's really none of your business. Damn straight. All right. How dare you ask me how you been? <laughs> Don't get all personal up in my grill at this point. <laughs> Ain't none of your damn business how I been. <laughs> well, Sugar Bear has some bad news for old Mama June. Surprises her by breaking this this bombshell. I mean, you've been married twice, and when I met you, you were married. So, what do you think the third time is going to be your charm? Sugar Bear's getting married to another woman. That's unbelievable, LaQuisha. How does he keep doing that? More importantly, he was married to someone else when he met and decided to go off with Mama June. Yes. What was that woman like? (laughs) What was that woman he was married to like? That's a great question. The product of some circus family? Did she have flippers and some sort of, like, a cannon hanging out of her butt or something? What, how bad could she have been that he looked at Mama June and go, mm, I can't pass that up. I'm going to end my marriage and go chase me after that. Good point. Well, this is the, law, the straw that broke the camel's back for Mama June. She knows now she wants to get all hot and skinny because she's going to make Sugar Bear regret 
that he, he's marrying someone else because she's going to go to the wedding and look some good. And she decided while she talks to her family that some changes might be, need to be made. I guess I can stand to lose a few pounds. I've got a few months to work my ass off. There you go. I don't think I can do it. I just don't want to be all my skinny, mini, and all bony. You're no. The, you're the one to get all bony. Because <laughs> that could happen. That's, that's a realistic threat. And she weighs like 350 pounds, right? Yeah. At her height, she was about 430. Oh, man. Right now, she's, you know, she's at a fighting weight. Of about 350 pounds. Okay. But her biggest fear is she don't want to get all bony. Right. All skinny mini. Right. Even her manager. And by the way, there's a woman on this show. What? Her, her only job is to manage reality TV stars. She says this is a great idea for Mama June. She's got big plans. If you, like, really lost a lot of weight, a giant transformation. And actually, if you did that, I mean, God, you could get, like, a lot of endorsement deals. Mm, she sounds Whoa. like a true professional. What? what? All the endorsement deals, Kevin. Come on. You know, for like uh, the the Sharpay breeders of America, when she got all that skin hanging off her, they could they could, they she could be a spokesperson. <laughs> and she also was going on dates now. Mama June's going to find herself a new man, and so she goes on a date with this gentleman at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh, great! Which really is the perfect place for Mama June, even though she's not eating at this point. And she starts to talk about herself and, you know, really selling herself to this gentleman. You wouldn't think I'm only 37, but I have two grandkids. Two grandkids? Yes, I have a a 22-year-old daughter that's in college. Then I have a 20-year-old daughter. Then I have a 16-year-old daughter that lives at home with me. And I have an 11-year-old. All girls. I'm not looking for someone for my kids to call dad or whatever, but you've got to be able to mesh well because my kids are with me 24 hours a day. Who can resist? That does sound attractive. I, I, what's shocking to me is that Jeff did not leave a cartoon hole in the wall next to the table <laughs> with an outline of his body as he ran away from her as fast as he could. But he did excuse himself to go to the bathroom and then never came back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the producers of the show chase him down in the parking lot and say, Yo, Jeff, where you going? Are you leaving? Jeff. Why are you leaving? I mean, it's it's just not going to work. I mean, there's there's kids, there's grandkids. Are you seriously just going to stand her up in the middle of the state? There's... And what else am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? <laughs> oh, Jeff. What else are you supposed to do, Jeff, really? Jeff made the right move. <laughs> Absolutely he did. <laughs> First of all, they met each other one of these swipe apps for dating, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so... What what was he looking at when he swatched right? <laughs> That's a great question, what, Laquisha. Was this a picture of her eye? Or was it just, no, this my ear. What do you think of my ear? What could she have shown that would force that man to move his finger to the right? <laughs> well, Jeff went home, and Mama June decided that she needs to make a major decision about her body. She's going to get a gastric surgery mm. where they turn your stomach into a sleeve. And that's going to help her lose all her weight, and that's the way she's going to go because she doesn't want to diet, she doesn't want to exercise. She thinks this is going to be the fix for her. I want to be able to be healthy for my children, but I am a little bit nervous because the worst thing that could happen through all this is I could die. Well, (laughs) 
not the <laughs> worst thing that could happen. Aquisha. It's not the worst thing, I'm We saying. don't want her to die, though. I'm just saying it's not the worst thing. I didn't say want anybody to die. Shut okay. up, Bean. Right? I just said there's sometimes there's not worse things than the worst thing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So is there any chance in a million years, and you're the expert on stupid white people, is there any chance she could end up hot at the end of this show? I don't know, but I know her children are there to support her. Oh, that's nice. Because she's going to have surgery, and so uh, Honey Boo Boo, who used to remember she was that cute little annoying girl in all them pageants. Right, She was right. doing tiaras and toddlers and what. Well, now she's 11 and morbidly obese. And she has decided she's going to help Mama in her recovery by making her a little comfort item that she can sleep with while she's recovering from her surgery. I'm making a bacon-scented pillow. What does it look like I'm doing? Mama loves bacon, so the purpose of it is for her to have it and comfort her while she's in her surgery. Yeah, that ought to work out real good. I put bacon on the travel pillow, and she could just go... Oh my God! She is charming. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh. but she's not. She's not a nice child. But she's, she does a remarkable imitation of what it sounds like when her mother eats food. <laughs> That's absolutely spot on. She's like she's like a, like a Frank Caliendo of fat people. Good pull, Laquisha. Amazing to me. <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, I do not like you people. All right. But I am glad to be watching this show. Yes. Once again, it reminds me how dumb white people are. And you'll do it next week? I'll talk to you next week. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome back, Laquisha. We miss you. Thank you very much. Ah, that's a great Laquisha. Yeah, didn't they say Mama June used to look like a human uh, real-life thumb? Like, (laughs) Yeah, man. She's, she's, She's just a foul person. You know who Mama June always reminded me of is Slimer. From Ghostbusters. <laughs> Just a big slime. Oh, man. All right. Uh, next, Afro. Hi, my name is Lisa. I'm a longtime listener, current podcast listener. And I just heard the podcast of the Party Machine. And my question is, does Kevin and Bean and the team come in Friday morning to um, be on air for that 10 minutes before going into the Party Machine? Or perhaps do they pay record it the night before so that way they, don't, they can have Friday off or are they already in any ways doing, you know, behind the scenes stuff? Just curious. I'm a big fan of the B team. Love you guys. Squish. Squish. Uh, man, they, people automatically assume Kevin and Bean are really lazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we answered that earlier. Well, no. Uh, they, uh, you know, it's funny because um, I think Bean likes those shenanigans knowing, like, you know, that he has to do a story <laughs> and then Kevin's going to... Kevin, he always... This happens... Dave, tell me if I'm lying, dude. Every single year, Kevin's the first one to God, I don't want to do that. He just, because he doesn't want to play the actor or whatever. Uh oh, you hear that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He he always fights it at the beginning, but then when he's doing it, he has a good time. He has a good time. But yeah, he hates it. Always hates it. He's like, dude, let's just get into it. Yeah, I mean, by the way, we do that story just so the podcast has something because we can't put music on our podcast. Hilarious. So that's why we have that little, like, Seven minute story and then bye bye. Boom. And then the, the party machine or steamboat party or train whatever, or the whatever. party train starts up and then we kick it off. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I wish. Hey, Kevin, to be an archive guy, can you uh, do a montage of all those opens if you have that? Because yeah. I would love to hear all those. Oh, what is that sound? You know what I oh, mean? That's true. That'd be awesome. That's dude. good. Uh, Kevin, do that, please. All and right. then we'll play it on here. Yes. Hey, Hallmark. 
I'm uh, taking a piss. I've got a question here for the B team. Um, I seem to remember Kevin one time on the show. It's a loud stream, man. It, it now Kevin it's barely dripping. That he was in rehab. Um, did he just happen to slip up huh. about that? Um, has he ever gone into detail about it? Uh, Homer, maybe you could shed some light on the topic. Thanks. Yeah, Mr. Kevin Ryder was in rehab, and he's pretty open about it. I don't think he's ever gone into like serious detail about it, but uh, uh, Dave, you probably know more about this than I uh, than I do. Yeah, I mean, we all know about his car accident, so he's had back trouble since then, and and you know, I guess back pain is the worst pain to have. So they've the doctors have been giving him a lot of pain pills, you know, throughout the years. And one time he just was sick of it and checked himself in and then uh, checked himself out. (laughs) Because, yeah, so so what happened was, like, he was just feeling like, man, just this sucks being in this fog. I've never been on these pain medications or whatever. There was this one time that I really injured my back really bad, right? And they gave me anti-inflammatories and they gave me this other stuff. Yeah. I I forget what this other stuff I should remember. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So, so I took the anti-inflammatory, didn't do squat. And then um, the, the doctor was like, okay, take this pill, but you know, make sure you eat it with food. So take the pill, start eating. And I'm not even finished with my dinner, dude. I don't yeah. remember this. She got me into the car, and I didn't wake up until the next morning. Holy yeah, crap. like I have a real, real bad reaction to any of these things, man. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so he was just kind of sick of it. He checked himself into rehab. The funny part of that, well, I don't know if it's funny. It was during Christmas time. Oh yeah, it was during Christmas time, and um, the people suggested that he stay or something because you could check yourself out of rehab if you checked yourself. I in, have no right? idea. Yeah. So, so whatever. So he flew the coop in the middle of the night because he wanted to be at home with. His kids on Christmas, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a whole thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was not like a major like uh, drug issue, but it was it was his system. Uh, he was just trying to cleanse himself. Yeah, it, but it was his, yeah. his system, kind of like you know, just re- uh, you can't just quit cold turkey. No. You have to wean yourself off of this stuff, which is is crazy. In my, you know, I, that's why I, I I always shy away from medicine, and I, maybe that is, maybe it's not the smartest thing, but I do have a feeling that the more medicine that you take in pill form or liquid form or whatever. The less your body has of an a self immune system, yeah, you know, I just I think you your body resistant to it, yeah, you know. So and, and, and re- then on the on the flip side, you be, become too reliant on that medication. I think you know. Yeah. So I mean, to each his own. That's just the way I feel. But yeah, I choose alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> hey Omar, it's James, not the one from Jeopardy. You're doing a great job uh, with the B team. I'm a B hole uh, listening from New York, formerly from Los Angeles. But I'm really calling to just, I don't think you're going to care about this, but I just got to say, I can't believe how incredible James is on Jeopardy. I don't watch, I don't give two shit, but I know Allie is a big fan and I like hearing Allie go on and on and on about it. It's funny to me. Hmm. And we're really like witnessing some kind of Jesus from the game show world. I think that's really cool, and I love the way you guys are talking about it. Keep uh, giving Allie a hard time, and Allie, you keep resisting. Bye. Uh, Jesus of the game show uh, world, huh? Uh, by um, the way, didn't even he didn't even beat uh, Ken Jennings, right? Like he didn't uh, beat Jen- Ken. I don't think he did. Here's my thing, Dave. 
how and, and you know I might be in the minority but how do people get so wrapped up in some dude doing really well on a game show like I don't understand that that to me that whole thing would piss me off almost because I'm yeah. like why are you guys wasting so much time talking about this dude uh, playing on Jeopardy but the reason that we're talking about it is because there were so many people that were wrapped <laughs> up in it and I was just like what is happening here's my thought on this tell me are we still talking about Jeopardy yes like, I guess I don't care I mean but so you don't so I you're, don't care so, so you're with me I'm with you. Do, so, just, do, do you not understand? I, I, didn't I don't even, even care, understand. I didn't it. even care that people were excited about. Yeah, it, you know, I, I don't get it. Like I, I was just it. like, dude, I don't care. Like if you get excited about a TV show that you're spending time with, that that's you know, and like, is this guy? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. And they're, they're talking about oh, his gameplay is like oh, he's never played the game. Maybe before. the people he got sucked. You uh, know? Yeah. Like, you know? Like go up head to head oh, against another champion or a rigged. robot. It was rigged, dude. It was, it was rigged. rigged. Squish show all over again. Dumbasses. Hey, Omar, it's Chanel Mullins here. I live in Florida. I was just listening Florida? to the B-team cracking up. Um, yeah, I used to live in California, and then I moved out to Florida, and I've been longtime fan him for, <laughs> oh gosh, probably 12 years now. So if you guys ever come to Florida and do something, you have a very, very loyal B-team listener here. And uh, I'd love to, I don't know, if you need anything, if you need anything in Florida, just let me know. Uh, I'm in West Palm Beach. Sorry. All right, Squish. Squish. West Palm Beach. Oh my god, I didn't even leave my number. You probably hung up by now. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to keep her information. Yeah. So if we ever need a, a, West a, Palm Beach. a corresponding West Palm Beach, dude, oh, uh, we have Chanel's number. AB team, Tim here. I was wondering if Jensen's the only one who has the Kevin from Home Alone screaming drop, or if Bean also uses that. Let me know. Thanks, bye. As far as I know, uh, Jensen was the one that, and is the only one that has it. Maybe now, I think Bean, Bean has it now. Uh, Bean too. has it now. Yeah. But I remember the day that Jensen came, and uh, you know, I, I, I recorded the drop from. He's all like, "Out of all these years, you guys have never used the Kevin drop." And I'm like, "No." You know why? Because <laughs> none of us probably watched Home Alone. Yeah, it just never, I, never I, even occurred I, to me. Yeah. Oh, Bean for sure didn't watch Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's the. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, he's, he's the drop, drop guy. Yeah, yeah. So. What's up, B-Team? This is Adam from Long Beach. I just got a yeah, package in the mail. It said from Kevin and Bean. And I opened it up, and it's a Kevin and Bean pop socket. <laughs> I love the B-Team. Thank you guys so much. You guys rock. Squish. Squish. Oh, man. By the way, you have one or two people to thank for that. Dave the King Mexico and Rubes. Rubes, yeah. yeah Old man know. Ruben. Yeah, because Dave does go out of his, out of his. Uh, he takes time out of his day. He personalizes each, each thing. It's awesome, each Dave. Each note. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. And, 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 and all you guys are getting a piece of crap from. Yeah. <laughs> from all right, let, let's back up a little bit and explain what that, what. Oh, that message was because here's what happened. This is hilarious. Uh, that was it. Episode seven. I'm not sure. It was the episode with Megan Holiday. Yeah. Omar and I were. I don't know if we were just off or we were tired. What was? I don't know what was going on. But after we spoke with Megan, we felt it just went down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it t- we it, were it was, just. It was we a bad were, episode. It was yeah. We still think it was a bad episode. Everyone's nice enough to say it wasn't that yeah, bad. Yeah, people were just being nice. Yeah. So I stupidly say like hey if you've listened to it this far and by the way this was an hour in so this was deep in yeah. to email me 
I didn't give out my email address, which someone was referring to in the earlier <laughs> Afro line, and I didn't say how many people to email. Like I want to cap it. We didn't put a cap. I on didn't it. put a cap on how that many was... people I would send things out because I knew I had these pop sockets, <laughs> and, and, and we had about like fifty pop sockets, right? Yeah, like, that's all. Yeah, I had about a hundred. So, so I was like, so in your mind, you're like, ah, oh, plenty. There's yeah, no way that plenty, many people are gonna. Yeah. Yeah, and then what happened? Nope. An hour later, I start getting all these emails after I start posting it. Haven't even promoted it on Twitter or Facebook or anything yet. Uh, and then it's a, it gets to about 200, and I call Omar. I'm like, dude, I got to edit out. I got to edit that out because <laughs> you don't have enough stuff to give away. I don't have away. any stuff to give away. So there's about, I think, a total of 500 people oh who, my set, God. who sent emails. Yeah. And right now, me and Rubes are about 200 in. Wow. Okay. So listen, I'm exhausted, and this is over. Uh, the vacation, everything. Yeah, yeah. So we sent out a lot of crap. Right. We found a lot of crap, and we have more crap. So if you wrote to us, and, or you wrote to us, and uh, you haven't got anything, it's coming. It's it may coming. come a, a month or so <laughs> later, and it may be really crap because now we're at the end of the line. <laughs> um, yeah, and then for those people who listened and didn't uh, get the, you got the edited version. Sucks. Sorry, dude. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was hilarious. Too much crap. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and hey, thanks for everybody who's uh, on social media, you know, posting. That oh, they got yeah, the yeah, I, li- yeah I, like, I like seeing that. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Hello, this is not a message for Kevin Bean, Ali, or Jensen. This is for the B-Team podcast, the big podcast from the B-Team. They're like the Joe Rogan of podcasting, except they're not. This is Stryker calling, and I'm not calling to talk about ducks and how precious their rubber feet are when they go slappity slappity on the cement. I'm not talking about, in this phone call in the Afro line, about how it's now lizard season, and the sun heat is now warming up the squares in the patio, and the lizards are now laying out and getting suntans. They don't even wear SPF. Maybe that's why people say people have lizard skin. I can't hold or touch the lizards because they'll run away and their tails fall off. But I just want to thank you. I think your guys are 70 episodes in with this giant podcast. Thanks a lot for having me on your podcast. I've seen your guests lately, and I haven't been one of them. I work in the building. Uh I like to drink water and Red Bull, and you don't even invite me on. All right. Are you guys... I don't even know. Are you there right now? Can you hear this? Am I on speakerphone? Are you laughing in the background on speakerphone going, oh, 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 All right. Well, my feelings are hurt. I got to be honest. Feelings are hurt. Love lizards, though, and ducks, too. <laughs> I, I like chimpanzees if they have overalls on. What? <laughs> That's oh. the great striker. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Striker on. Oh, man, that dude's funny. That, that that's a funny call, right? What it a weirdo, dude! That's such a weirdo. Uh, he was so happy when he made that call. He's like, dude, I don't have to. Uh, it was, it's awesome. I was like, All right, I don't want to hear it's it. It's great. He's like, you want to know what I said? I was like, nope, I it's, don't. It's magic. It's oh, magic. He's so good. He's so good. So yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Striker on, and um, damn, on social media, some dude from Amp Radio, Brian. Oh, Brian name. Moot. Brian Moot, yeah. he wants to be on the show too. I would yeah. love to get that guy on. That dude's sure. super funny. Yeah. So you know, I feel bad. I need to hit that up what? because because when I see something like that, I should respond right away. But I'm like in my head, I'm like, I'll respond later. Just and like I, it, and then it'll be like, oh, I received it. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just just like it. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm cool with Moot, so we'll, okay, okay. we'll have him in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I do, that dude. That guy's super, funny. He's super funny. Yeah. yeah. And I like to. Uh, is he from Boston or from here? Moved out to Boston and then. Uh, Do you know, he went to college in Boston. Uh, okay. I think he's from Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to him about because he's 
he's a stand-up, right? Yeah, stand-up stand-up, comedian. Yeah, so I want to, I, I, I have an endless fascination with stand-ups. Because, like... How messed wh- up are they? How messed up are you and why? Do you know what I mean? Because you're, like, literally putting yourself up there on stage to be judged. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Like, how terrifying is that? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Do yeah. you think you could do five minutes? <sighs> Even if someone wrote it for you. I do. I do. I do. I, I, I think I think I can. I think I would be. I, 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 oh, yeah. I, I think I think I could do it. I think uh, I, I am that type of guy who, if I were put up to the challenge, I would rehearse and rehearse in front of the mirror and you try to get everything down because I wouldn't lo- want to look like that much of a douchebag. Well, all right. Well, let's... it's one thing to do it. And it's one. It's another thing to be successful at it, though. You know what I mean? Or even decent. At yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way I would be decent. I would t- definitely be. Below average, yeah. But I would get through it. I think, yeah. I, 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 trust I, me, man. There's a lot of uh, you know doing the opening act contest. I see a lot of videos, and yeah. uh, woo. There's a lot of people who aren't good at it, but yeah. they try. They give it the good old college try. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. So hopefully we'll have that dude on too. So all right, next call. Hey, this is for the uh, B team, uh, AB Holt, Squish. Uh, I was wondering if you guys could do a Ralph Rewind. Of uh, when Sean Connery talked to uh, 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 the guy from Kiss, uh, Gene Simmons. Uh, that was hilarious. I laughed so hard. I almost crashed my work truck when I was driving that day. Probably the best uh, interaction between Ralph and uh, Psycho Mike I've ever heard. Uh, that was, that was a, a great bit for sure. And it's so funny that, um, now that like if all the old school bits that, uh, we, we, we play, I have to go through them and, uh, because (laughs) for content, well, for content, especially, I mean, you're talking about Sean Connery and Gene Simmons and this bit is edited. So I originally edited it. And this is like now edited again, so this is edited twice. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> because it, it, it was like, but is it that bad? It, it, it's is. It, do you, do you want to hear it? It's only about three minutes. Or do you want to drop it in? Let's drop it in. Okay. <laughs> so man, you just have no time for it. But yeah, it's pretty filthy. You know Sean Connery and Gene Simmons. Uh, this is you know done by uh, Ralph Garman and uh, Psycho Mike, and it's so funny because. Uh, you hear Psycho Mike like losing his ass during the tail end of it, and uh, Mike at this point has been on the show for maybe like three years or whatever. And in his yeah. head, you know, three years before that, he was just a promotions guy. Yeah. And now he's doing an on-air bit, comedy bit with Ralph on the Kevin and Bean show. It must have been, it must have blown his mind at the time. But yeah, we're gonna drop this in, and uh, please enjoy, Dave. Drop in. Thank you. We started a new feature called Kevin and Bean Instant Request, and it's uh, it's taken off. And we're getting a lot oh, of good yeah. requests. We're getting a lot of bad requests as well. <laughs> but this one came into the Afro line at 323-520-AFRO. Hi, I have an instant request. How about Sean Connery and Gene Simmons discussing who's being more chicks? Wow. Sean Connery and Pretty Gene obvious, Simmons. really, when you think about it. Well... I guess let's do it. Listen up, everyone. You instant. Make a request. Instant request. Instant request. Good morning, Sean Connery. Hello. How are you doing this morning? I couldn't be better. I'm better than you. That's for sake. Yeah, that's no question about that. Also, I believe on the other line, we have Gene Simmons. Good morning, everybody. It's Gene Simmons. How are you, Gene? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. How are you, Lisa May? I'm fine, Gene. Would you like a rose creeper? 
I'm sorry, what? Rose Creeper, I'd like to massage your body with rose petals. And then <laughs> in the okay. Okay. <laughs> A little abrupt. All right, that's, yeah, that's a little, uh, we can't say things like that, Gene, if you yeah. don't mind. Right. Gene, say hi to Sean. Hello, Mr. Connery. Well, Gene Simmons, how are you? I've been a big fan of yours for quite some time. Well, I'm a big fan of yours, too, but I really enjoy your work. And by work, I mean how many you f***ed. No, oh. it was funny. I was actually alluding to the fact that I'm not actually a fan of James Bond movies or your work on film. I enjoy how much ropey you shoot into. Well, thank you so much. On, I'm quite proud of my copious. Of Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know. What are you apologizing for, Gene? <laughs> Gene. Gene, are you all right? We were just talking about Sean's ropey stands of <laughs> true. Gene, are you okay? Or do you have Shannon Tweed on your Oh, come on. Is that why you can't speak? Is your tongue so far Shannon Tweed that you can't talk? Right now I'm performing the chocolate pizza on a girl that I met in Thailand. Outstanding. It is. Wait a minute. Are you one of those from Domino's? That's fantastic. I prefer to mix Take a woman when she's on her oh, and full Come on. I, uh, I take my and then I go all over her mixing the 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 and the the ropey and the all right making a almost uh, a Jackson Pollock like splatter paint all over <laughs> over Yeah, I call that the raspberry tart. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst idea ever. That. That's funny because I always called it the tomato taco. <laughs> Okay. Well, you, you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> I as long as a girl just ends up with <laughs> on her, who oh, really cares? Come on! Please stop. All right, we gotta go. Wait a minute. Now we're just getting into yeah. interesting yeah, you here. guys enjoy. We gotta, we gotta run. But let's thank- go have lunch, Gene. <laughs> Lisa May, speaking of lunch, no. I'm gonna <laughs> <all> the- <laughs> 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 What's that have to do with lunch? <laughs> All right, so Dave has, I can't imagine there hasn't been, you know, that many people that haven't seen the show, but he has a must-see TV for you guys. Let's get into it. Must-see TV, oh, what could it be? Oh, we'll let you know from the team that is me. Oh, must-see TV, oh, must-see TV. It cannot be crappy. It must be must-see TV. Now, this show is not one that is like a hipster show. It's not like a, a hidden gem or anything. <laughs> no, it's a monster show, right? It's a monster show, yeah. but I got to give it props. Okay. Because during my week off where I did nothing, I watched all of Stranger Things Season 3. I watched it in literally two days. Wow. Two days. Because wow. only eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's very easily digestible and... uh as we were talking, this is one of those, uh, you know, and it doesn't happen with every series. It happened to me with Stranger Things 1. Number two, I could watch an episode and uh, get back to it. Yeah. And number season one, dude, I remember myself being like on episode six, having to go like leave to DJ a wedding and I would start like episode seven and then be like, ah, oh, you know, I, I can be a little I, I, I got 15 more minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Season one was fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's something new. Yeah. There's something like, like. Like you got out of it, and it was something you never saw before. Yeah. Season two was 
Okay, it it's was, back. Yeah, it they did they, It possibly had one of the worst episodes ever, where mm. where Elle goes to Chicago with her sister. It's a stupid episode, and I want it dead. <laughs> I want that episode to die. Like wow. literally, strike that episode. It is dumb. Wow. But season three came like everyone knew about it, and then you see it, and then you're like, yes, this is what we loved. Yeah, this there's... is the type of storytelling that we love. And the funny thing for me is watching the first couple episodes, I hated everybody in it. I hated all the kids. They were all selfish little dicks. You know, I hated <laughs> Hopper. He was grumpy for some reason. Uh, Winona Ryder's character was just dumb again. Yeah. And, you know, and you're like, oh, but yet the storylines were so good because they had Russians. They have everything going on. So, I mean, that's... The, the season was great. They introduced some new characters like uh, Maya Hawk, who plays Robin from Scoops Ahoy. Oh yeah, yeah. loved her. Loved the little the uh, Lucas's little sister Erica. Oh, she smart was ass. The highlight, dude. She was so funny, dude. She was so funny. Yeah, um, Billy had a bigger role, which was great. You know but, what? You know what I enjoyed the most. And this is probably like, you know, just like the movie geek in me, yeah. is all the little homages. That, oh, yeah. They, they weren't subtle. They no. were like, like full-blown like homages to all these like horror movies and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, how was funny awesome. was it when they're watching that movie in the theater and he's like, oh, so he's just trying to bang his mom? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the they come to the realization of, that's what that movie's about? That's hilarious. Yeah, but it's funny. But there was one character and maybe one scene where as soon as, uh, as, soon as you hear this clip... You will be like, huh, that yeah. guy. It took me right out of the movie, dude. I'm sorry, right out of the episode. I was like, wait, what? Well, check this out. Welcome to Hawkins, Indiana. <laughs> A wonderful place to grow up, to raise your family, to walk your dog. But then, on July 4th, everything changed. A terrible tragedy struck this small town. But this was not this small town's first brush with tragedy. Mysterious deaths, government cover-ups, a bizarre chemical leak. Is it all linked? All a vast conspiracy? The fault of a disgraced corrupt mayor? Or is something more going on in the heartland? Can a town itself be cursed? Some believe a rise in Satanism is to blame. To find out, tune in tonight at 8 p.m. for Horror in the Heartland on Cutting Edge. <laughs> oh, man. The great Ralph Look Garman. Look at that. Ralph Garman makes an appearance in it. Unreal, dude. Unreal. Yeah. It's so funny because, you know, I worked alongside Ralph for you know over 10 years, yeah. right? Doing the voice bits and all that. And from time to time, I would record his voice demos and stuff that he would send out. Yeah. And, uh... As soon as that started, I was just like, I did a double take. And then I, I turned to my wife. I'm like, do you know who that is? And she's like, no. I'm like, that's Ralph. And she's like, no, it's not. I'm like, dude, trust me. That is Ralph. It blew my mind. And then I was just like, I couldn't get back into the episode after that. No oh, yeah, way. I swear to God. I swear yeah, to God. By the know? way, that audio doesn't spoil anything. That's just. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was a great season. And it's cool to hear Ralph, uh, you know, getting in a big show like yeah. that. So. But I can't believe. <laughs> that's crazy. Such a dick. What? Why are you going to spoil it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, that was some must-see TV, huh? That was, that is some must-see TV. Check it out. Stranger Things on Netflix. You're such a dick. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, <laughs> let's get into some Best of Bean. <laughs> no! Bean. Uh, so, so, once upon a time... Um, Man, how long ago did uh, Bean give his kidney to Scott Mason? 
2014. How do you remember that? Uh, because he was gone that whole like that whole oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it was like the Christmas time of 2014, and Bean is 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 such a weirdo because his Aspergeriness is. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it because in certain areas he's very kind, very sweet. Yeah. But then in other areas he's just a dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like like he's like so just a weirdo. Yeah. He's a very thoughtful, genuine human being. Absolutely. But he can also be a dick. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he, I guess that's true with he, everybody. No, but he's yeah. so smart that sometimes when he's cutting you down, like he he gets you. But yeah. he's. He could be cold sometimes too if he doesn't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I but guess also, is that like, what you're but, trying to say? Like, no, it's it's like the things that normal human beings do, like go to your weddings or go to your birthday party. You know what I mean? Like, like things in your. He doesn't life, want to do any of that. He doesn't want to do any of that. <laughs> he doesn't, yet he yeah. still wants to be considered a friend. Yeah, it's really bizarre with that dude. He's like, invite me, but I'm not coming. Yeah, but in 2014, he did one of the one of the things. I don't know if you can do anything more. For another human, then give him an organ, you know? Dude, that is the most... Uh, it's a really selfless and, yeah. uh, you know, he's now missing a kidney because he gave it to Scott Mason. And, and, you and know he, what? he gave the gift of life because that prolonged Scott's life for a couple more years. And, and in his mind, it's just, it's it's not an emotion thing. It's just oh, like, yeah. oh, I have two, so why not? I, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. He said, like, why isn't everybody doing this is his, his kind yeah. of attitude, which, I mean, I think I need all the organs uh, <laughs> I need because I've been, pu- I punished my bodies with so many chemicals. My kidney wouldn't be a good donation, by the way. They probably look at mine and be like, oh, no. Yeah, we but can't take but that you one. know because of Bean, when I when I finally renewed my uh, my driver's license, yeah. donor for the first time ever. Oh, really? You know, I don't think oh, they could. Weird. I don't think they could use all my organs yeah. because of some stuff that you said. But yeah, yeah. but uh, whatever they can, I hope they use it. Yeah, I always, you know? I, I've always been a donor just because. Yeah, yeah I was just like, ah, oh, I'm dead. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, what we're gonna play for you here is um, a part one and a part two. I guess they spoke with uh, Scott for two breaks, so you're gonna hear that. Drop it. Can I start? Would you mind if I started? No, of course. Okay. We're having a meeting, I don't know, a month, two months ago. Yeah. After the show. And Bean tells us something. And it's so crazy and out of what anyone thought about Bean that I started laughing. And the more I laugh, the more I realize I shouldn't be laughing because Bean's serious. But I, I couldn't stop because it's so hard to get your head around the fact that Bean's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold okay. How, how shocking could that re- revolution be? Uh, it's very. <laughs> Jay Moore just tweeted, I've never been speechless in my life. Wow. Yeah. Bean, tell him why. Well, you're you're very kind, and now the pressure's on with a setup like that. But what I told you in the office that day, and it's something I hadn't been able to mention for uh, weeks leading up to because it had not been officially confirmed, is that I have decided to help a friend out by donating a kidney. And the friend is somebody uh, who many longtime K-Rock listeners know about because he's been working for the radio station for a long time. And we've made fun of him for years because he has the worst hair in show business. Scott Mason joins us <laughs> in the studio here on the Kevin Bean Show. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, man. Hey there. Is friend a little strong, Bean? No, Scott and I are absolutely friends. All right, just checking. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, we wanted Scott to come in today because uh, this is the first time that we're talking about it. And the reason we're talking about it is it not only is it happening, it's happening soon. In fact, November the 13th is the day that Scott and I will both be wheeled into hospital rooms uh, next to each other. And then we'll be taken out to surgery. And then I give a kidney and it goes into him. I've really never talked about this on the radio all these years that I've had uh, issues. Well, that was part of it is that um, I told Bean later after apologizing <laughs> for, a lot. Being, for being such a dick. Um, I didn't really because Scott never talks about about it. So I had no idea that he actually was on a waiting list for how long? A long time. Um, I no idea. It, it, it's it, at least a couple years. This time, this would be my second kidney transplant. Yeah. By the way, I so you got to slow down, didn't... man. You're just you're burning through them. Right. right. I, I'm collecting. I didn't know that they didn't last forever. Apparently, they don't. It just depends. You know, the last I had a kidney transplant in the year 1999, which came from a. Uh, a deceased person, and mm-hmm. it was a different story because basically at that point I got a phone call, and they're saying if you can be here within one hour, we can put this into you at the morgue. Wow. And this was you UC- call from at, the this, at this point. This was UCLA. Oh, okay, this is uh, back then. <laughs> I went well, into our wait. Hold on, hold on a sec, Scott. How does this work? Do they call the next five people on the kidney donor list and say whichever guy know. gets here first yeah, gets the, the kidney race? race? It sounds like the it. amazing kidney race. It- <laughs> It is all complex. It's all tied in with the UNOS organization. They don't tell you where you, they never tell you where you are on the list. They never tell you what, uh, you know, the person in front, they, they just don't tell you anything. Well, and I imagine that a lot of times with someone who's been in an accident, they may not actually at that moment be a donor and they're trying to get the family to do it. And then the viability of the organ is starting to go down. Right. And, and so my- maybe it is like, we've got an hour to do this. And in this case, it was, you know, 12, 13 years ago in 1999, mine came from Bakersfield. No kidding. So it was, yeah, and, 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 and they don't tell you anything. Did the kid have dirt on it? Yeah. The, pardon me? Did the <laughs> kidney have dirt on it? <laughs> yeah. Corn. Right. So Scott had, had kidney problems. It had corn from, on it? Yeah. <laughs> Scott had kidney problems for much of his adult life. And you're right, Kevin. It's not something that he talked about. He's a pretty stoic, pretty private person. So he, he works got, out of this building, and I had no idea. So he got that kidney back in 99, and when you get a cadaver kidney, it lasts, what, Scott, about 10 years. So you're uh, trying to pass, past yeah. the expiration right, date right, that, right? right, exactly. And what have you been doing for a kidney recently, then? Is it dialysis? I have been on a thing at home called peritoneal dialysis, where you, you basically have a machine in the house. Uh, 9 o'clock, I go, I want, I, before I go to sleep, I hook it up. Uh-huh. It goes through about... Propofol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of that, by the way, uh, in the last few years. Uh, it goes through about um, uh, about 20 liters of fluid, and it, it basically cleans you out. And, Flushes and yeah, wow. but, yeah, yeah, basically cleans you out. And next morning, you're ready to go for another 24 hours. So basically, it does the job of your non-working kid. Exactly. Wow. And I never have to go to the bathroom. Wow! That's <laughs> almost worth that. it. You know? you, I want a road trip with you, cowboy. Yeah. So uh, you can go to kevinbean.com, by the way, if you want to see more about this. We've got a bunch of links and a bunch more information that we'll have time to give on the radio here. But we did put up a new post. So, Scott, your, your, your second kidney then, the new kidney that you got from the cadaver, so that failed. You've been on dialysis and when i spoke with you earlier this year about it you said you know i can get a kidney from a living or dead person but it's just a question of finding one exactly and that's when the light bulb went off over my head because i'm sitting here thinking well don't i have two and i and i asked you about it i was like well could i could i give you one and you said well it's a you know it's a process that you can start and you hooked me up with cedar sinai and that's when i started going through the process and man has it been educational learning so much about how, how all this stuff works? How long did it take you guys to figure that you would be a match? 
As a couple, I mean, is she that, means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about that because this was something that was new to me about I, what um, you need. A long time. I think, when did I see you? April on this, we started talking about this being. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and at that point, when we started talking about it, you and you said to me that you and your wife told me how generous you wanted to be. I, I, was, I was taken back, but I knew that the possibility of, of it happening, I, I didn't want to get over anxious because right. there's so many... There are so many hurdles, and the first of them is match of blood, which, by the way, Bean's blood and my blood don't match. Okay, so strike one. It's another whole story. Okay. Yeah, and then they have to, they look at the antibodies, and I mean, the fortunate thing is that I am dealing with Cedars-Sinai, I'm one of only four hospitals in the country that can make my blood neutral and turn my type O blood into something compatible to his You're type A blood. Really? So, yeah, in the whole country, there's only four hospitals and Lance Armstrong's house. It's the only place <laughs> that this kind of work can be done. <laughs> so so they started evaluating both Bean and myself, and they sent Bean for a number of tests, and I had a number of tests. And I, it was it was a bizarre experience because only Bean actually knows this, but I had a treadmill test, which I have every year. And when I got the treadmill, as part of this whole thing, when the doctor comes back to me and says, I got your treadmill, but it's not your test. I mean, what are you talking about? He goes, it's very different. And, and they go through more tests, more tests. Turns out, and he says to me, do you know you had a heart attack over this last past year? What? And I said, what? Wait, you did have I one? I had a heart attack. He said, you had a silent heart attack in the last year. You don't know it. But you had a silent heart attack. What's oh a God. silent heart attack? Uh, it's something that I didn't know about. That's but ridiculous. You, you should happen. get some kind of warning. You know, and, and then <laughs> I went into angioplasty, and they fixed all that up, and they've done this and that to make it so I can actually be... You're a medical miracle. You know, well... <laughs> I, I think I you're a medical battery changed every once in a while. I think you're a medical mess, and I wonder if I'm giving a good kidney to a guy who's going to die anyway. Because <laughs> it sounds like you got it strikes against I, you, Mason. I, I, I will die, but hopefully a lot later than I was uh, than the plan was. So when Bean called you and said he was thinking about it, you said, "What have you done with Bean? Put him on the I, phone, I, yeah. right?" I was like, "Huh?" But, <laughs> I, I was I was shocked and and and, and so shocked that you can't even it, it's hard to and I've told Bean this before and I, I've been you know I've, I've been through this for months now so I'm much less emotional than I've been that time but I said you know I, I tried to express to him and of course his wife because you don't do this alone this is a family question right. and it deals you know you, you all of a sudden now you have less. Um, you know, less organs than you did. I, I have one extra. He has, you know, he he has one less. Um, I think she's looking to, you know, offer. Yeah. Should buy some more insurance? <laughs> You'd be fine with her. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to put an organ in anyone at this point, to be honest. It's been slow. If I could... No, um, look, let me say this seriously. If you're just joining us here on the Kevin Bean Show, our friend uh, Scott Mason is in studio right now. He's had lifelong problems with his kidneys. He doesn't have any that work right now, and I'm donating a kidney to him, and that's going to be happening on November the 13th, and that's what we're talking about here. So I will be uh, off a little bit in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully no more than that. You know what he's going to be off for? This is a deal breaker for me. Right. Bean's going to be off for Miss Double December, the whole thing. Oh, I hope to make it back. Stuff. I hope to make it back for at least for the pageant. At I that hope. point, I go, Scott, sorry, friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but but let, me say, yeah. let me say this before we have to take a break and then come back more on this topic. And, and that is, 
You guys have made fun of me for a long time for not uh, being emotional, for not having a, an emotional side, right? You I mean, do that's not. Yeah, that's accurate. You do not have a heart. It's a good thing he doesn't need a heart because <laughs> right. he'd have to go somewhere and, else. Because I, I have to agree that I am more analytical than I am emotional. I, like I, as I often say, I am a robot, not a unicorn. And it wasn't a big like emotional decision for me to offer my kidney up to Scott. It really was just it was a math problem for me. It was you have zero. And I have two. Well, why don't I just give you one? And that just made sense to me. It wasn't like a difficult decision. Now you don't need a kidney? You don't need one of them? Here's what I learned. And, I, and again, I've gone through quite a bit of education through Cedars-Sinai leading up to the surgery coming up here in a couple of weeks. When you have two kidneys, you're operating at 100% ideally. Mm-hmm. You would think that you give up one kidney and now you're down to 50%, but the human body is a miracle. That's not what happens. The remaining kidney steps up and you get up to about 80%. Wow. So it, it won't, it shouldn't affect me that much. My life should go on. After the, after the surgery and after a few weeks of recovery, I think next year my life is going to be pretty much the way it is now. The Are you going to have to cut out the marathons? <laughs> <laughs> but, but for Scott, he literally is going to wake up the day after the surgery, and for the first time in a long time, his blood is not going to be trying to kill him and poison his body every day. I think you're going to have a, remar- a, a, a remarkable difference in the quality of your life for the next few years, we hope. Right, Scott? I, I, listen, I had really 10, 11 really good years where, I mean, really, no one knew what was going on, yeah. and no one knew I had that surgery unless you had worked here back then. And it's it's a game changer, and it it is a it, the thing is there are so many people who don't realize how many people are on the waiting lists, and they told me how many what, people are they told me uh, uh, this this past time here in, in 2010 when I when they said listen you're gonna need to go for another transplant they said well you have type O blood you have the most common type blood the hardest really to get a transplant from so they said your, your wait's gonna be six to ten years <gasps> holy cow. if you're gonna wait for a cadaver Can't. so i started asking my family and my you know my mother and my, my family there my parents were too old my brother because he took blood pressure medicine once in his life excluded really? oh is that right? one of their friends Wow. Excluded. Wow. I, I mean, if if you if you step backwards, you know you're excluded. They they're so picky. Unless you have absolutely perfect health, which Bean, which Bean yeah, oddly yeah, does. Yeah, you know, because I guess he does nothing else. Right. But yeah. how hilarious is that? That I'm the guy with the perfect health. By the way, the guy who's never exercised a day in his life. But the truth is, I don't smoke. I don't drink. What I don't do you eat do? Drugs. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I don't eat red meat. I mean, I had a lot of things going in my favor that I think pr- that primed me to be in the right place at the right time for this. But let me Scott, just, you, you, Scott, you wouldn't have survived. You couldn't have survived on dialysis waiting for six years. I don't you? know how much long. I could have gone another few years. That probably, was my question. Knows, how long yeah. does someone? It, it all depends on me. It depends on how strong I am. I've I, always hold up enough strength to come to work every day and i always yeah. knew i always knew i want i want to be in here at six o'clock if i leave at three three thirty four o'clock then i get home and you know i'm on my back i'm out you know but yeah. i've always pulled up enough energy to to work and, can you i know, get myself shots at home and this that it's can i just talk about you you deal. and your work ethic Scott doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Uh, no, doesn't. I'm not kidding. Uh, he hasn't he, done a thing since he, 2004. He Come on. In, he has an office. No one sees him. Nobody knows what he does. But it, nobody's here. I see his car. Yeah. Right. in. I think somebody else drives it. Yeah, I pay someone to do that. Yeah. All right. Someone flipped the light on in the office. Can I start? Would you mind yes. if I started? No, of course. Okay. We're having a meeting. I don't know. A month, two months ago. Yeah. 
after the show, and Bean tells us something, and it's so crazy and out of it, what anyone thought about Bean that I started laughing. And the more I laugh, the more I realize I shouldn't be laughing because Bean's serious. But I, I couldn't stop because it's so hard to get your head around the fact that Bean's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold okay. On. How, how shocking could that re- revolution be? Uh, very. <laughs> Jay Moore just tweeted, I've never been speechless in my life. Wow. Yeah. Bean, tell him why. Well, you're you're very kind, and now the pressure's on with a setup like that. But what I told you in the office that day, and it's something I hadn't been able to mention for uh, weeks leading up to because it had not been officially confirmed, is that I have decided to help a friend out by donating a kidney. And the friend is somebody uh, who many longtime K-Rock listeners know about because he's been working for the radio station for a long time. And we've made fun of him for years because he has the worst hair in show business. Scott Mason joins us <laughs> in the here on the Kevin Bean Show. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, man. Hey there. Is friend a little strong, Bean? No, Scott and I are absolutely friends. All right, just checking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We wanted Scott to come in today because uh, this is the first time that we're talking about it. And the reason we're talking about it is that not only is it happening, it's happening soon. In fact, November the 13th is the day that Scott and I will both be wheeled into hospital rooms uh, next to each other. And then we'll be taken out to surgery. And then I give a kidney and it goes into him. I really never talked about this on the radio all these years that I've had uh, issues. Well, that was part of it is that um, I told Bean later after apologizing (laughs) for being being such a dick. Um, I didn't really because Scott never talks about it. About it. So I had no idea that he actually was on a waiting list for how long? A long time. Um, I no idea. Uh, it, it, it's it, at least a couple of years. This time, this would be my second kidney transplant. Yeah. By the way, so I you got to slow down, man. You're just you're burning through them. Right. right. I, I'm, I'm collecting. I didn't know that they didn't last forever. Apparently, they don't. It just depends. You know, the last I had a kidney transplant in the year 1999, which came from a. Uh, a deceased person and mm-hmm. there was a different story because I basically at that point I got a phone call and they're saying if you can be here within one hour we can put this into you at the morgue wow. this was you UC- the call from at, the this, morgue? at this point this was UCLA oh, okay. this is uh, back then <laughs> I went well, into our wait hold on, hold on a sec Scott how does this work do they call the next five people on the kidney donor list and say I whichever guy know. gets here first yeah, gets the kidney race? Race? it sounds like the it. amazing kidney race it- <laughs> It is all complex. It's all tied in with the UNOS organization. They don't tell you where you. They never tell you where you are on the list. They never tell you what uh, you know the person in front. They, they just don't tell you anything. Well, and I imagine that a lot of times with someone who's been in an accident, they may not actually at that moment be a donor, and they're trying to get the family to do it. And then the viability of the organ is starting to go down. Uh, right. and, and so I- maybe it is like we've got an hour to do this. And in this case, it was you know. 12, 13 years ago in 1999, mine came from Bakersfield. No kidding. So it was, yeah, and, 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 and they don't tell you anything. Did the kidney the have dirt on it? Yeah. The, pardon me? <laughs> Did the kidney have dirt on it? <laughs> yeah. Corn. Right. So, so Scott had, had kidney problems. It had corn from, on it? Yeah. <laughs> Scott had kidney problems for much of his adult life. And you're right, Kevin. It's not something that he talked about. He's a pretty stoic, pretty private person. So he, he works got- out of this building, and I had no idea. So he got that kidney back in 99, and when you get a cadaver kidney, it lasts, what, Scott, about 10 years. So you're uh, kind of past, past yeah. the expiration right, right, date. Yeah, that, right? right, exactly. And what have you been doing for a kidney recently, then? Is it dialysis? I have been on a thing at home called peritoneal dialysis, where you, you basically have a machine in the house, 
Uh, nine o'clock. I, go, I, want, I before I go to sleep, I hook it up. Uh-huh. It goes through about propofol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of that, by the way, uh, in the last few years. Uh, it goes through about um, uh, about twenty liters of fluid, and it, it basically cleans you out. And, Flushes and yeah, but yeah, yeah, basically cleans you out. And next morning, you're ready to go for another twenty four hours. So basically, it does the job of your non working kid. Exactly, wow. and I never have to go to the bathroom. Wow! That's almost <laughs> worth it. You know? I want a road trip with you, cowboy. Yeah. So uh, you can go to KevinBean.com, by the way, if you want to see more about this. We've got a bunch of links and a bunch more information that we'll have time to give on the radio here. But we did put up a new post. So, Scott, your, your, your second kidney then, the new kidney that you got from the cadaver, so that failed. You've been on dialysis. And when I spoke with you earlier this year about it, you said... You know, I can get a kidney from a living or dead person, but it's just a question of finding one. Exactly. And that's when the light bulb went off over my head because I'm sitting here thinking, well, don't I have two? And I and I asked you about it. I was like, well, could I could I give you one? And you said, well, it's a you know it's a process that you can start. And you hooked me up with Cedar Sinai, and that's when I started going through the process. And man, has it been educational learning so much about how how all this stuff works? How long did it take you guys to figure that you would be a match? As a couple, I mean, is she that, means. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about that because this was something that was new to me about I, what um, you need. A long time. I think, when did I see you? April and this, we started talking about this being. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and at that point, when we started talking about it, you and you said to me that you and your wife told me how generous you wanted to be. I, I was I was taken back, but I knew that the possibility of, of it happening, I, I didn't want to get over-anxious because yeah. there's so many... There are so many hurdles, and the first of them is match of blood, which, by the way, Bean's blood and my blood don't match. Okay, That's so a, strike one. Story. It's another whole story. Okay. Yeah, and, and then they have to, they, they look at the antibodies, and the, I mean, the fortunate thing is that I am dealing with Cedars-Sinai, one of only four hospitals in the country that can make my blood neutral and turn my type O blood into something compatible to his type A blood. Really? In the whole country, there's only four hospitals and Lance Armstrong's house. It's the only place (laughs) that this kind of work can be done. (laughs) So, So they started evaluating both Bean and myself and they sent Bean for a number of tests, and I had a number of tests. And I, it was it was a b- bizarre experience because only Bean actually knows this, but I had a treadmill test, which I have every year. And when I got the tre- – as part of this whole thing, when the doctor comes back to me and says, I got your treadmill, but it's not your test. I mean, what are you talking about? He goes, it's very different. And, and they go through more tests, more tests. Turns out, and he says to me, "Do you know you had a heart attack over this last past year?" What? And I said, "What? Wait, you did have I one? I had a heart attack." He said, "You had a silent heart attack in the last year. You don't know it, but you had a silent heart attack." What's oh a God. silent heart attack? Uh, it's something that I didn't know about. That's but ridiculous. You, you should get some kind of warning, you know. And, and then I <laughs> went into angioplasty, and they fixed all that up, and they've done this and that to make it so I can actually be. You're a medical miracle. You know, well, I think I you're a medical battery changed every once in a while. I think you're That's a medical true. mess, and I wonder if I'm giving a good kidney to a guy who's going to die anyway. Because <laughs> it sounds like you got it strikes against I, you, Mason. I, I, I will die, but hopefully a lot later than I was uh, than the plan was. So when there. Bean called you and said he was thinking about it, you said, "What have you done with Bean? Put him on the I, phone, yeah. <laughs> right?" I was like, "Huh." But, <laughs> I, I was I was shocked and and, and and so shocked that you can't even 
it, it's hard to, and I've told Bean this before, and I, I've been, you know, I've, I've been through this for months now, so I'm much less emotional than I've been that time. But I said, you know, I, I tried to express to him, and of course his wife, because you don't do this alone. It's a family question, right. and it deals, you know, you, all of a sudden now you have less. Um, you know, less organs than you did. I, I have one extra. He has, you know, he he has one less. Um, I think she's looking to, you know, offer. Yeah. Should buy some more insurance. <laughs> You'd be fine with her. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to put an organ in anyone at this point. To be honest, <laughs> it's been slow. If I could, no. Um, look, let me say this seriously. If you're just joining us here on the Kevin Bean Show, our friend uh, Scott Mason is in studio right now. He's had lifelong problems with his kidneys. He doesn't have any that work right now, and I'm donating a kidney to him, and that's going to be happening on November the 13th, and that's what we're talking about here. So I will be uh, off a little bit in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully no more than that. You know what he's going to be off for? This is a deal breaker for me. Right. Bean's going to be off for Miss Double December, the whole thing. Oh, I hope to make it back. Stuff. I hope to make it back for at least for the pageant. At I that hope. point, I go, Scott, sorry, friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck. But, but Rest let, me in say, peace. <laughs> let me say this before we have to take a break and then come back more on this topic. And, and that is, you guys have made fun of me for a long time for not uh, being emotional, for not having a, an emotional side, right? You I mean, do that's not. Yeah, that's accurate. You do not have a heart. It's a good thing he doesn't need a heart because <laughs> right. he'd have to go somewhere and, else. Because I, I have to agree that I am f- more analytical than I am emotional. I, I like I, as I often say, I am a robot, not a unicorn. And it wasn't a big like emotional decision for me to offer my kidney up to Scott. It really was just. It was a math problem for me. It was you have zero. And I have two. Well, why don't I just give you one? And that just made sense to me. It wasn't like a difficult decision. Now, you don't need a kidney? You don't need one of them? Here's what I learned. And, I, and again, I've gone through quite a bit of education through Cedars-Sinai leading up to the surgery coming up here in a couple of weeks. When you have two kidneys, you're operating at 100% ideally. Mm-hmm. You would think that you give up one kidney and now you're down to 50%, but the human body is a miracle. That's not what happens. The remaining kidney steps up and you get up to about 80%. Wow. So it, it won't, it shouldn't affect me that much. My life should go on after the, after the surgery and after a few weeks of recovery. I think next year, my life is going to be pretty much the way it is now. The Are you going to have to cut out the marathons? <laughs> <laughs> but, but for Scott, he literally is going to wake up the day after the surgery. And for the first time in a long time, his blood is not going to be trying to kill him and poison his body every day. I think you're going to have a, remar- a, a, a remarkable difference in the quality of your life for the next few years, we hope. Right, Scott? I, 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 listen, I had really 10, 11 really good years where, I mean, really no one knew what was going on. Yeah. And no one knew I had that surgery unless you had worked here back then. And it's it's a game changer, and it it is a it, it, the thing is there are so many people who don't realize how many people are on the waiting lists, and they told me how many what, people are they told me uh, uh, this this past time here in, in 2010 when I when they said listen you're gonna need to go for another transplant they said well you have type O blood you have the most common type blood the hardest really to get a transplant from so this your, your wait's gonna be six to ten years <gasps> holy if cow. you're gonna wait for a cadaver Can't. so i start asking my family and my you know my mother and my, my family there my parents are a little too old my brother because he took blood pressure medicine once in his life excluded really? oh is that right? all my other friends Wow. Excluded. Wow. I, I mean, if if you if you step backwards, you know you're excluded. They they're so picky. Unless you have absolutely perfect health, 
which Bean, which but, Bean yeah, yeah, oddly does, yeah, you know, because I guess he does nothing else, right? But yeah. how hilarious is that? That I'm the guy with the perfect health, by the way, the guy who's never exercised a day in his life. But the truth is, I don't smoke, I don't drink. What I do don't you eat do? Drugs. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I don't eat red meat. I mean, I had a lot of things going in my favor that I think pr- that pr- primed me to be in the right place at the right time for this. But let me Scott, just, you, you, Scott, you wouldn't have survived. You couldn't have survived on dialysis waiting for six years. I don't you? know how much long I could have gone another few years. That probably, was my question. Knows, how long yeah. does someone? It, it all depends on me. It depends on how strong I am. I've I, always. Hold up enough strength to come to work every day, and I yeah. always knew. I always knew I want. I want to be in here at six o'clock. If I leave at three, three thirty, four o'clock, then I get home, and you know, I'm on my back. I'm out, you know. But yeah. I've always pulled up enough energy to to work. And, Can you know, I get myself shots at home and this that? It's Can I just talk look, about you? You and deal. your work ethic. Scott doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, he hasn't he, done a thing since he, 2004. He Come on. In, he has an office. No one sees him. Nobody knows what he does. But it, nobody's here. I see his car. Yeah. Right. in. I think somebody else drives it. <laughs> yeah, I, I pay someone to do that. Yeah. All right. Someone we, flipped the light on in the office. We all think he's here. We have to take a break. I know that there are more questions and there's more we want to share. Again, you can read all about this at krock.com or kevinabean.com. Our guest in studio is Scott Mason. We'll continue right after this on the Kevin Bean Chunk here. We were talking about a very unlikely story. If you've listened to our show, if you've listened to Bean and I, if you know anything about Bean, you know anything about me, this is weird. But Bean is donating a kidney, and it's not a joke. That's for real. Yeah. That's happening. Scott Mason, I, I know that you need a kidney. I know that you've I been do. sick and you uh, didn't have any other options. But seriously, it's me. Doesn't that kind of creep you it, out a little bit? It, well, what, it, what does a kidney do? <laughs> It, it, it filters your blood, obviously it filters the urine out of your blood, and it filters filters the bad stuff out of your blood, and, and it helps you make red blood cells. I mean, one of the side effects I've had recently over the last few years is my red blood count's been down so low I can't walk up a flight of stairs. I'm going from two to three in the elevator because I can't. <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 and people looking at you taking the elevator up, I go, well, you know. Leave me uh, alone. Because want, it's like being completely anemic. It's like and it is. It, you it is being completely anemic because your red blood count goes way down. And I'm, yeah. I'm taking this Procrit like the athletes don't take. You know, I'm, I'm taking a shot every day and, and helping myself get to the point where I, I can function. And 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 you know, and I can function. I'm just at that very edge where when I'm done functioning, I'm horizontal. Right? Right? I go from yeah. vertical horizontal. Now, Pete's a guy who would not give up his seat on a plane for a pregnant woman. Remember that? That's the same guy. <laughs> well, he was a bitch. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but here's the difference. I think is that empathy is not one of Bean's tools. How dare However, you? this yeah. is a black and white decision where you go... Friend's going to die. I have two. Yeah. yeah. Done. That's right. Scott, why weren't you asking around for somebody else if you knew you I needed a kidney? Always, what was your backup plan? I have, well, my backup plan was to wait and to get sicker and, you know, and hope better medicine came along. My, because it's hard. I asked my family, basically. It's hard to ask somebody for something like that. It's very difficult because what do they say to you? Uh, uh, no, uh, I don't, I don't think. It, yeah, but you're in the same you're position you were in before you asked if they say no, though. Know, you haven't putting, lost anything. You're putting, I don't know. It was That's a big question to ask you're, you're, you're putting somebody in a terrible position yeah. at that point. It was very hard for me to ask so unless it was... You know, like my direct family, and they and they all really tried to go to bat for me, and uh, it didn't work out. I mean, I was 
Yeah, I had solutions where I can go to you know Indonesia or India, yeah, or so, you know one of those kind of places. But or they'll I, kill uh, someone who, for you. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, or you can buy one. You know, but who knows what you come back? You know, with. But you get to wake up in a bathtub full of ice, yeah, though, and that's a thrill that you never get over. Um, look, uh, like Kevin said, to me, it was kind of a, a no-brainer. I didn't even have to give it much thought. I would give a kidney to almost any of you guys. Obviously not beer mug, but... <laughs> but he just wasted. Almost anyone else. We're, we're almost out of time here, but I, I do want to say this. Maybe, maybe there's not a lot of living kidney donors. Maybe in most people's minds, it's something that they're afraid of for whatever reason. I'm hoping that my surgery will be so easy and I'll be back to work so soon that people will realize that it's not that big a deal to be a donor and it's a huge difference for the receiver but at a minimum if nothing else comes out of this besides scott feeling better at a minimum i just want to make sure that everybody who listens to the kevin bean show is at least registered to be a donor after their death yes that seems like the minimum that you can do i don't know why that's on anyone, your license your driver's license you can put that. you can put you can do that you can go through the california you know department of motor vehicles motor vehicle administration whatever they call it and you can uh, you can make that uh, notation on your driver's license but let your friends and family know put it in a will if you have one at a minimum let people know that when you die harvest away i've got you know you've got eyes you've got lungs you've got a liver you've got kidneys you've got a heart you've got a lot of things that people can 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 uh, use and it just it drives me insane to think that there are people out there how many thousands tens of thousands i don't know scott who are on waiting lists for organs all over this country while at the same time sometimes a mile away they're burying perfectly usable organs in the ground so please at a minimum do that for us if you would consider it is there a website uh or did you put it in your post or yeah there there is a website that you can get all the information there's one called donatelifecalifornia.org that is the best i think the clearinghouse in the state of california for everything that you need to know about organ donation whether living or when you die and i think that's a there's a link in the post at kevinbean.com if you want to go check that out so before we say goodbye to scott so here's what's going on so i'll be off for a day next week because i got some pre-surgery testing and whatnot that we have to do and then the surgery is going to be on november the 13th uh and then i'm hoping to be back to work the monday after after Thanksgiving. That's the, the goal anyway. And and hopefully I'll be well enough to travel the week after that for the Miss Double December pageant. If not, <laughs> those ladies are going to be very sad to miss oh, a chance to hang out with me. They sure are. That'll <laughs> break their hearts. And Scott, what's your road to recovery like after the surgery? Uh, Assuming all goes well, what happens with you next? Well, they say I should wake up feeling pretty good, but uh, I'm going to be out a bit more than you. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be sliced up a little bit more, so right. I I can't actually go back to work until I can drive, is what they tell me. Yeah. But are you going to like? Are you going to take on some of Bean's characteristics? Are you going to love Seven Eleven and go to the, to the post office? <laughs> I already do that. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to become Beans? I, I, well, we'll Start being see. a dick to people. Scott starts know. listening to Christmas music year right. round. Christmas year round. Gets, gets the Aspergers. Right. I love the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, oh, there you go. There we go. There's it is a man. perfect match. Yep. That's a good choice. Scott, I'll see you at the hospital, man. Thanks a lot for coming in. Thank you. So, oh, it's good to hear Scott's voice. Yeah, man. Uh, by the way, Scott is another person who... Um, I'll never forget. It was my, I don't know, I don't know second month on the job at K-Rock or whatever, and uh, I was trying to just learn. You know, back in the early days, I was a go-getter. wanted yeah. to learn anything, you know. I would stay here hours, you know, not getting paid or whatever. And Scott Mason, any little, there was no question too small that he wouldn't take the time out to answer. And I think that was kind of like, because he was a professor. Uh, oh, Dojo was calling you? Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, yeah, he was just the best. He was just yeah. he was just the, he was just the best. You know, genuine guy. Yeah, genuine guy. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely glad uh, Bean did that for him. And here is uh, Kevin Colleen Bean, who's in the hospital recovering after the surgery. Let's drop this in. 
drop in. Hi, guys. How are you? How's it going? It has not been the greatest week ever. <laughs> in terms of just weeks previously in my life where I have not lost an organ. But right. I, I will tell you that I am alive and feeling pretty good, and they're actually going to let me out of the hospital today. So I feel like... No kidding. I feel like we're wow. right on schedule. Yeah, so That's I'll be great. recovering around town for a few days before I get to fly home. But it's been great. i got to tell you, Cedar sinai pretty good deal, you guys. Yeah. I mean, the food is good. They've got better cable than I have at home. They've got better <laughs> internet than I have at home. I may want to come back here. Just live. <laughs> Maybe you could just rent a room full time. Seriously, I may look for something else I can give away. Hot, <laughs> hot nurses? I vote other kidney. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that Brad Williams? That is yeah. Brad Williams. I was told that my kidney was about the size of Brad Williams. (laughs) Is it hot? (laughs) Let me tell you guys what's going to be cool is that sometime next week, uh, TV cameras have been following this journey between Scott and me uh, leading up to surgery this week. And uh, they're going to show some of it on the CBS Early Show, which is going to be awesome because... I'm going to get to see my kidney out of my body. How many people get a chance to see that? Wait, We're going to see uh, you in surgery. Wait, I don't want to yeah. see what's, surgery. What's awesome about that? I want to see that. <laughs> I totally want to see it. Yeah, I mean, they actually, it's just, apparently it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like on TV where they take it out of one body and then they run it down the hall to the other body. And, and, put, and accidentally put it in the wrong person? No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't make me laugh. <laughs> your, your, your kidney's just big and brown, and it was out and about in L.A. I think it dated a Kardashian for like five seconds. Well, I'm disappointed <laughs> to hear that. It did have a night on the town. <laughs> I would hope it would have better taste. But, but I will tell you, in all seriousness, today's the first day that I went on email, and the, you know, the messages from the Kevin Bean listeners have just been so heartwarming. I mean, I know that there are a lot of people who have been following this and were really pulling for me, and I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm probably not going to you know, have the strength to write back to everybody, but I can't thank everybody enough for thinking of me and sending notes. And I went down to see Scott yesterday, our friend Scott Mason with the hair. This is the guy who's getting the kidney. Right. Getting, or, or got, got the kidney. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, I went down to visit my other kidney, as we say. <laughs> and, um, you know, we know how, how poorly he has looked in recent years. Yeah, he's looked very weak. It's unbelievable. I mean, the transformation. He looks 10 years younger, smiling, laughing, happy. Wow. I mean, you, That's guys, great. you guys always make fun of me for being a, you know, a robot, not a unicorn. But I, I teared up when I saw him. It was emotional to see how great he looked. And I was talking to his parents. God bless his parents. I've spent a lot of time with them this week, too. And they're like, they can't even believe that they get to go home and pack up that dialysis machine wow. and, and all those bags of medicine that they've been putting in him every night for two and a half years since his kidney failed. And he's just going to be able to live a normal life and just pee like a regular dude. And it's just... I don't want to ask a follow-up on that <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I know. I don't want to ask either. But, he's going to pee like a regular dude. <laughs> all right. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> don't but, laugh. But I... Um, you know, like I've been saying all along, I've taken the long view on this. I knew that this week and the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty uncomfortable. I mean, it, you know, it frankly hurts to move. I've got a huge, you know, a huge cut in my abdomen. Of course. But, um, you know, I'm going to get past this, and I'm going to be back to normal, and it's going to be fine. My life's going to go on exactly as it was before, and the difference in his life for maybe 20 years or more is going to be remarkable. It's a, it was an easy decision to make, an easy trade-off. How's his hair? Is it still... 
I can't believe they didn't cut off that goddamn ponytail <laughs> when he was in there. I He's one of these guys that still rocks the ponytail. <laughs> wow. Was, I mean, that was part of the deal. I insisted on that before I went in. He should have donated his hair to somebody who doesn't have hair. Yes. You, you have exactly to pay it forward. That. That's exactly what he should have done. Where can people visit you? Just to give out... People cannot visit me. I'm saying if they want to, though. I don't right. want people to visit me when I'm well, much less when I'm not I know, well. but I'm saying if they want to give you what, flowers or what something. What room number are you in? Where I are you? I can't hear you. You guys are breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I, was telling, I was telling Brad Williams off the air. I was saying, you know how some people say they don't want to be visited, but they really do? That's yeah. not being. That's not <laughs> No, I really don't want to be visited. I just uh, I got my follow-up doctor's appointment on Monday, and hopefully they'll clear me and I can fly home on Tuesday. I'm so excited to get in. You know, get to get home for Thanksgiving. It's just going to be, you know, not to get emotional again, but Thanksgiving is really going to mean something this year. I'm so thankful that for the first time in your life, I'm just right. so thankful that everything worked out so well for me and for Scott. And it's just, it's been, it's been a blessing. I mean, it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. You guys, it's it's been great. Speaking of Thanksgiving, are you able to eat? Um, I started on solid food last night. I'm not. Fantastic. You know what's interesting, and and I don't, I won't get into any detail on this. They allow me to eat. They do not allow me to poop. What? How do they stop you? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know how they stop him. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they couldn't stop me. I'm gonna, I'm that gonna would leave. be my only goal then. <laughs> I'm going to leave that as a mystery question for the I am not allowed to poop. Wow. Is there, really? Is there a plug involved? What? What's going so, on? They just want to just keep filling you up and see how much they can get Pete in He has a butt plug. <laughs> this is the best news ever. Omar's going to be so excited. How dare you. <laughs> hey, I talked to Dr. Drew, and I asked him about recovery from this type of surgery. And I said, you know, we're doing our Miss Double December. The, you know, the, at 10, they have to stop sending in their submissions. And then on the 30th at the slide bar, we're going to crown a new Miss Double December. And Bean hopes to be there. And Dr. Drew said, <laughs> oh. Yep. Wow, that's sad because, you know, I'll do pretty much anything for Boo. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's probably good that you've got that out there in front of you. Yeah, I would hate to miss that show, you guys. That really is one of the most fun shows. Honestly, I, it's great to talk to you guys, but I am already getting tired just yeah. from being on the phone this long. You know, it, there is definitely going to be some bounce back time, but I'm really happy I got a chance to come on and talk to you guys. Well, we're glad to get the update. We're glad you're doing well. We're glad yeah. Scott's yeah. doing well. Hey, I miss all you guys. I really do. I'm looking forward to getting back on the air soon. So you guys keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> keep on keeping on. All right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And Scott was able to live like another three years out of it. Yeah, something it like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. It was definitely what, worth it. I mean, definitely. Scott, I remember seeing him back at the old building, and man, he was so pale, and you know, just like man, he just looked really unhealthy. And after that, after he he got the new kidney, I mean, he was definitely revitalized. Yeah, for, but for, after for some time. dialysis and all that, so it was cool. Very cool, very cool. So, so yeah, but being still a dick for leaving us at at the end of this year, see, turn it around. Uh, keep those emails coming in, omar at caroq.com. I eventually will get to uh, some more inbox, but I do have them. And uh, keep those Afros calling, 323-520-AFRO. We are the B-Team. B-Team! And uh, anything else to add, Dave? Beholes? Beholes. Beholes unite. The B-Team. Yeah! The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby! Hey, we forgot to pimp out the uh, Hollywood Park thing. Can we mention that yet? Uh, Should we give the Behold some uh, heads up on that? Sure, let's do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I just thought of yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to be at the Hollywood Park on uh, Hollywood Park Casino on August 10th. 
Yes. That's a Saturday. And we are going to be uh, now, well, what is it? A sports view. I don't even know what it's called. Like a tailgate. We're going to be watching sports with you guys and playing and gambling and having a party. Yeah. It's going to so be fun. It's going to start at 5 p.m. as I understand it. I right? think. Yeah. yeah. Around 5 p.m. Well, just so, you, just, just so you know, the last couple of parties have been on a Thursday. So if you guys can't get out on a weekday, hey, Saturday, if you guys want to come and hang with us, this is a perfect opportunity to hang with Beer Mug. Dave and I have a couple of beers and have excellent uh, beer choices down at the Hollywood Park Casino. And by the way, it's it's very cool. Like when you drive by the area now, you get to see what the stadium. Oh, yeah. The stadium looks crazy. Yeah. It coming up because now I could drink. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll just Uber there, huh? Yeah. I have to drive, so I'm not going to be partaking that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there's that. Should we make a call? Let's call. Hey, Dave. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Doto. What's up? Are you you still working now? Yeah, dude. We're in the middle of recording the B-Team episode. Uh, what's, oh, perfect, man. Yeah, so, so what, we're on. on you're, you're on with with Dave and Omar. Hey, hey, Doe. Hey, hey, Omar. What are we? What are we gonna be talking about, man? Uh, I don't know. You called me. I'm returning yeah, but, your call. Yeah, but hey, I'm gonna be working Comic Con <gasps> this weekend. Well, where at? What are you doing at Comic Con? San Diego. I <laughs> I told you I work. I work security part time sometimes. Yes. So, what are you gonna where Where are you gonna be at? Because we're gonna be in San Diego too. Maybe we'll come say hi. Do you mind if I talk about Steven Cigar there? Not at all. You can talk Just about joking. Steven yeah. all no, you I, want. I will be doing. I will be doing. I will be doing escorting. Oh, escorting. Who are you escorting? Do you know yet? No, yet. But but the thing is that like you you know, you know like in executive protection they do escorting, but I'm kind of a little bit nervous to that. So they asked me to you know just watch some videos so I I can get an idea. I, and I do what executive protection is. So you're going to so, yeah. be. I, I don't know what. I, you're going to be working in the convention center. Yes, sir, man. Oh. I, look, I'm not. I'm not BSing. I'm being honest. I, I believe you. Why would you lie about that? <laughs> so are you going to be yeah. in Hall H or like uh, just at the convention to the floor? What? What are you? What are you, you, know who what? you escorting? Pretty, pretty much Hall H, man. Oh, you wow. know. You know. Can I tell you who I wish I wanted to escort? Who? Steven Cigar. <laughs> of course. I don't of think course. he's going to be there. You know who's going to be there? Ralph Macchio. He's going to be there. Ralph Macho? You know who that is? Yeah, is yeah, the karate kid. Yeah. Good yeah, job, though. Karate kid. Cobra Cobra Kai never dies, man. You know what I'm talking about since John Kreese. Dude, you're the bad guy. Hey, hey, man, Sweep the leg, Johnny. Since like 1984 to now. You, you know Cobra Kai, Terry Silver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1984. All, all that stuff. <laughs> Whatever happened to that lady that uh wanted to marry you? Remember a couple years back? <laughs> Well, no, 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 that, come on, man, that was, that was last year, that wasn't a couple years back. Well, Here's the okay, sorry. Omar? Jesus. Omar, the problem. <laughs> he, he, look, look, guys, here's, here's the deal. What happened? There has been a change of plans. She's coming here in September, man. What? Are you guys going to get married? No, I mean, she's coming here to, on, to, on, on September, I okay. guess on a business visa. Okay. Yeah. And? You are, you guys still, are, are you guys <laughs> Are you guys still yeah, seeing I, each I, other? I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll, be, I'll, I'll be able to figure it out, man. You're going to figure it out, huh? You know what I'm talking about, Roman, you know. <laughs> I have no idea. To be honest with you, I have no idea what you're talking about, man. What yeah, are you talking about? If, she come, if she's coming 
to work on a business visa, maybe I'm, maybe I can do the moves on her, right? Yeah. Just like, hey, I have some paperwork you need to file in my pants. That's a good <laughs> line. You could have that. I just made that up. <laughs> are you guys really going to really be in Comic-Con? Maybe i like to come say hello. Oh, Dude, you must go, go. say hello. We're going to... Here, I'm going to text you. Whoa, I could say here, Perfect. too, because uh, we're going to be broadcasting from the TCL Theater. It's I think it's 501 or 701. Uh, Fifth Street. Me. Yeah, I'll text you, Perfect, but man. calm down, dude. And yeah. we're, we're broadcasting early, so you can come before oh, work. Can be, oh, there can be buffets there, man, because and, I'm pretty happy to the food. Hey, you know what? Actually, we yeah. are going to have a buffet. Are you really? Yeah, we're going to have food. So come on uh, down. Doto is there. He loves the buffets, man. Come on down, Doe. Perfect. I'll be there. Text me the information. I'll, I'll come say hello to, hello to you guys, man. For right. sure. Hey, uh, Doe. Bring, uh, ba- bring me some babes, man. I need a babe, man. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, what, what, what height? Uh, let's say between five four to five eight. Oh, what? you lowered your standards. Wow, I thought it was a five eight five nine. Uh, how about be, be let's let how about maybe let's take it this way. Maybe be a little bit flexible. Yeah, good jobs, Doe. Hey, Christine. <laughs> all right, hey, uh, good talk, Joe. All right, Doe, what's your all name? All right. Doe? <laughs> hey, hey, you hey, Doe. Uh, before you go, tell us a joke. <laughs> Rock, uh, I used to do Ross Perot a long time ago. Ross okay, let's, let's hear. Uh, let's, rest in peace, Ross Perot. Let's hear your Ross Perot. Uh, on behalf of the American people, the reason why I'm 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 up here today is because I'm talking about lowering cash. I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about uh, eliminate damn bureaucracy. I'm talking about to bring the government to the hands of the people, not to the damn bureaucrats. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, you're 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 the man, though. You're the man. All right, Thanks, hit, hit up uh, Kevin and Bean, and uh, yeah, hang with them at Comic Con, and make sure. And, and, and tell, tell Bean if he move, if he moves to England, I, I, I'm there, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he can find me a British wife. Oh, a British babe, absolutely. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, dope. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right, though. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, good talking. Good right. catch up, though. You know, it took a while to ramp up, but it yeah. got good at the end. All right, yeah. later, though. Thanks, man. Thanks. But wow. Uh, okay, I'm back in on Doe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your bonus track. Yep, there Bye. it is. Bye.